in three, two, one. Waiting for it to say you're live. And we're live. What is up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It is I, Paul, from Not an Apple Fan. Welcome to the Techonomics Podcast. A different one this week. Chris is off doing gallivanting. So I'm joined <laughs> by our by our regular uh, esteemed co-host, the clickbait merchant himself, Connor from Graphically Challenged. <laughs> oh man, how's that click? How's that clickbait working for you, Connor? <laughs> just the youtube game <laughs> this is what i this is what i say like i always say like don't blame us for clickbaiting because i get i get accused of it sometimes as well it's like if i don't do it i don't get any views so would you like me to have a successful youtube channel well right now it's a dead youtube channel, but it is a successful youtube channel <laughs> or like would you like me to have like a terrible terrible time of a youtube like it's up to it's up to you uh, in terms of what you click on, it's up to me what I title and thumbnail and things. If you stop clicking on the, the, the clickbait stuff, I'm going to stop making the clickbait stuff. You start clicking on the accurate, informative titles. Yeah, right? Yeah, No. nobody does that. No. Nobody. Like, what? News titles. Like, Just go look at any newspaper and go look at the titles of them. And it's all always grandiose, right? It's always exaggerated. Yeah, there's just a certain game you got to play mm-hmm. to get to get your... I mean, the analytics show you. It's like, all right, well, this worked. Here's what you have to do. Otherwise, we're killing your channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all about CTR and retention ratio, boys. That's that's it. The, the only two metrics YouTube cares about is how long and session time, right? So, like, it's click-through rate, watch time, reten- like, in terms of retention ratio, like, what the retention ratio is on the video. So, if, like, if I have a 10-minute video, how much of that video did you watch? And did you watch a lot of it? And then it's like um session time so like if i you know there's a little pop-up so i've watched another video at the end if you go click one of them um you you'll do better right that's that's it um uh not blaming you for clickbaiting blaming connor <laughs> i know yeah. All uh, right. Well, I clickbait <laughs> this one. I said Nvidia will Nvidia will lose versus this GPU, and I didn't even tell you what GPU was. That's clickbait because you want to know what GPU it is, right? That's the whole game, right? That's the whole game. Didn't tell you what I was talking I, about. I'd say no. It's not misleading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, your content. Uh, yeah. So, um, I was talking. I was. I did a video about this yesterday. Didn't do very well. Surprise, surprise. Um. Obviously, because I have to build my numbers back up due to being off for six weeks, uh, I I understand that. I'm not going to panic. Um, but uh, you know this game. If you don't do you don't do regular scheduled content, YouTube doesn't like you anymore. Um, but I talked about this. Uh, the Orex. C- C- I don't I don't even know what's going to be called because I don't even think it's going to be called the seventy nine hundred XT, right? Because like, um, it's it's a bit like it's going to be real expensive. So. Uh, they basically an engineer stupidly put on his on his like I think it's LinkedIn or something like what he worked on and one of them was like Navi thirty one six nanometer plus five nanometer so like it's it's revealed that it's like MCM and that what process now it's gonna be using and all this kind of stuff so like we know that now it's out in the wild it's confirmed more or less that it's gonna be MCM so why would you have two different processes 
for Navi 31. Like, you know what I mean? And then he like, and you would go, oh, well, then it's just Navi, and Navi's going to be on 5 nanometer. But he also has Navi 33, 6 nanometer in it as well, right? So it's definitely going to be two different pieces of silicon. One, you would imagine one is an IO die or a memory controller, and the other is like kind of graphics controllers. What's your thoughts on it, Connor? Yeah, it sounds about right to me, honestly. Um, like, when it was first talked about MCM, I I thought, like, over a year ago, I was like, well, maybe they'll start with the, uh, like, data center stuff. And they did. They, like, that's they did that. Um, but I, I thought it might actually be a little bit longer till we see the gaming stuff. I thought maybe, like, 8,000 series. But then as we got more information, I was like, oh, maybe this is happening. And then you start to see more and more stuff, and then this is kind of like, okay, yeah, this is happening. Like... They're, they're definitely going for multi-GPU. So it's going to be a big up, uplift. I think it's going to come down to their firmware and their drivers to determine how much of that silicon is getting used um, you know, efficiently for games. I think it's going to be a compute monster. The question is, you know, are they going to be able to get the latency low enough and have the software and the firmware, which has been a sticking point for AMD in the past, to take such good advantage of these two GPUs and make it act, act and behave as one monolithic GPU that you're getting 90% of that performance? Or are we going to be getting like 70% of that performance? Mm -hmm. it, it's really going to come down to that. Yeah. And honestly, I'm actually, I, I've been saying this, I think you're going to see like the mid-range to upper mid-range RDNA 3 at the end of the year, and then they'll probably announce the 7900 XT, and then I think it'll be available Q1 2023. We'll see. I mean, they could they could have it out, but I have a feeling they're going to take a little bit extra time to get that one out. Well, I'll, say, I'll speak to that now in a second, but I just wanted to cover something else, like, uh, you know those uh, data center MCM GPUs? What people don't know, uh, and I'm, I'll come out and say it here, I won't say it on my own YouTube channel, is that a lot of the leaks that you see behind the scenes not a lot of them but some of them uh came from me did you know that Connor? <laughs> I, <laughs> I am a leaker as in i will leak to other youtubers and other media sources things that i see that i will like i'll go oh what do you think of this or whatever and do whatever you want with it or sometimes on twitter um if i get something interesting i might tweet it um but that i've been rare that's been rare lately like um you know i currently um i have i'm waiting on a on a big big piece of information but i won't be able to share it with anybody like that's the reality of it like i probably maybe like nodding a wink in a voice chat to you sometime connor maybe talk about it but like i'll never be able to let anybody put that out there right shane thank you for the 4.99 euro good evening guys i hope you are all uh well this evening so thank you dude appreciate that but like, i was saying is that that uh mi 200 is mi 200 right that's the one that's uh MCM. I can't remember now. It was so long ago. It was nearly a year and a half ago. Uh, I got a, I got a slide. Um, I think I shared it with Paul from Red Gaming Tech, if I'm not mistaken, or somebody else. But what happened there was a load of leakers had promised not to say anything to anybody, right, uh, about this piece of information. They'd obviously seen it. It's a big like data sheet, and it has different you know code names of products and stuff like that. And 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 I just copied the my 200 it was like mcm and you know hbm 2e or whatever and i put that out there because what happened is a lot of leakers but and one of those one of the guys in that group wasn't really you know feeling it i was like here did you see this like he just broke their code of silence they weren't gonna tell anyone and um obviously i i had i i just went and go went fuck this i gotta show it to people and um yeah so mcm mi 200 
I think I don't want to claim I think started with me sharing a, a file with I think Cortex and um Red Game Tech. I don't want to speak to that exact I think that's what happened but like yeah so that came from me and then so I was like I knew that the data center was going to be MCM like a year and a half two years ago right like that was oh. confirmed to me uh, yeah and honestly like I remember talking with my friends like five years ago and I was thinking and I was like you know if I was going to build a really big GPU why wouldn't you stack dies next to or on top of each other and I thought about it and I went, well, I probably wouldn't stack them on top of each other because the heat would be an issue. But you could stack them next to each other if you could get the latency load up. So I feel like this is something that mm. if you've been paying attention, you should know it was going to come. Like just in terms of how much money they save by doing that and how mm. efficient it can be, it, it just made sense. So like we knew this was coming, mm -hmm. but it, I didn't know it was going to be coming this soon. I thought it was going to take a long time. Yeah. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see um honestly i don't know how you feel but for me uh radeon for a long time has it, it's been hard for me to take them seriously now rx6000 was a good step in the first uh, like the good, good first step in the right direction um they have a really fantastic gpu architecture the problem is the their marketing still isn't great um in some ways it's improved <laughs> in some ways it's still not great um the other issue they had was i, I feel like they didn't they took the engineering seriously, but I don't feel like they took the market segment seriously. Mm. Like they clearly didn't produce even nearly enough, even if mining wasn't a thing, even if there wasn't an, a huge increase in you know gamers that hopped on Steam, as you can see in the Steam charts. I still think they didn't produce enough where like they could have been super hyper competitive in a regular market and still not had enough supply. Mm. I feel like they they weren't taking it seriously and were thinking let's produce as many epic chips as we can we'll create this so that it looks good for our company but we're not really going to service this market that's what it feels like so hopefully 7000 series what they're saying is uh they tried to acquire a bunch more chips hopefully that's true because um we need them not only to create great architectures but deliver them to consumers so that that would be the second step mm -hmm. well like um the um the whole thing about them not making enough GPUs, uh, Herkelman came out and explained that. He was like, normally we sell, we haven't competed in this market for a while. Uh, normally we, we, we plan to sell a little bit like this amount. What had happened was um, we knew that this was going to be a banger. So we, we ordered a bit more supply, right? Yeah, a bit and then, more. <laughs> and then he said, we never planned for NVIDIA not to be able to supply the market so uh because like how could they have known that in fairness right i know i hate making excuses for them but that's that's the truth right so he couldn't have expected nvidia not to sell every like cover all those gamers that needed a 30 series card right so that happened and then aim and i always said the, the next generation gpu war won't be fought over features or, or or who's faster or whatever it'll be fought over supply you can get the most supply out there in the market and it, and the reality is launching a console having those deals in place years in advance shaking hands over those contracts you can't back out of them so they probably wish they could back out of them but they couldn't 
and then everything else was going to make Epic server, Epic server. So AMD was left with a token amount of wafer supply for Radeon Technology Group. I think at one point last year they they even downsized the amount of wafers they were selling to that. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a company who could sell any GPU they can make because of mining, right? And they downsized it because they just can't they just can't get the wafer supply um, to sell graphics cards. That will all change when they move their CPU and GPU to to five nanometer because they'll just have they're solely their stuff on that right and maybe their mid-end mid-range graphics cards on six nanometer which is once again euv so it's off the seven nanometer process so it's under it's building it's been built in different machines so they'll be able to get way more supply in terms of you know those things like lisa she was probably not lying in saying that she's got more weight for supply right but um and i'm hoping that this is going to be a stereotypical kind of like um you know uh overestimation of of what they're going to be able to supply the market with so that we get cheaper stuff because that's what we all need we need a we need a big correction in the market so we need like you know this shortage to then guys go oh shit we need to make way more and then they order way more than they ever thought they would and then you know G the gpu mining crashes and then you've got all this extra silicon out there nobody's buying from retail anymore well not nobody but even 20 30 percent is not buying from retail anymore but they've ordered enough silicon to supply the home market they didn't get enough and then you get lower prices as a result right it, it's 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 a hope of mine and um, will it come true i don't know but definitely amd as a company um struggle to know how many gpus they had to make and they said he was going back begging like he said he went back begging for more supply right and they were yeah. trying to bring more online so they did bring more online you can get them they're everywhere you just have to pay the aib tax and the aib tax is exorbitant at the moment yeah it's ridiculous actually probably the best card you can technically buy just for gaming right now um because yes there's you, there's something to be said about nvidia cards with certain software whether you need that um, but if you're just gaming that's your main focus and you don't care about ray tracing or dlss um probably the best card you can buy right now is actually the 6600 because i was looking through all the pricing and i'm like this is the least inflated by a large margin it's inflated by like 40 percent, which is not good because the original price was a bit high to begin with it wasn't you know yeah extreme but it you know I, i'd like to see it a little cheaper so 40 yeah. percent on top of that doesn't feel good um so i definitely wouldn't i'm not buying them yeah. right now should have been slightly um, under 300 rather than slightly over 300 right? yeah so like for me um if it was closer to its msrp i would actually consider buying a 6600 like it's getting really close to that point where i might actually almost buy one because i actually am out a graphics card right now because gigabyte took my 3080 ti and it's been two months and they haven't uh. done anything with it <laughs> so i think they just stole my graphics card <laughs> yeah, yeah I, 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 after like three emails they got back to me and went we might consider refunding you if you ask for a refund instead of a replacement and i'm like yeah. dude i know how many of these cards you're selling right now you have them you just don't want to give one to me but whatever gigabyte mm -hmm. is a horrible company that aside that's a sale opinion. that's a sale for the price you sold it for not the sale that the price that they're getting it right now <laughs> right yes now. but i was like i'm out of graphics card um in in my fiance's pc i'd like to try radeon again to see you know how's their how have their drivers come along and stuff and i was looking at the market 6600 is probably your best option it's getting really close to me almost buying that one you know um but i still feel like it's a little bit too much um but getting back to the whole supply thing um 
yeah, I think AMD's get because of stuff like that. They're they're going to end up actually hitting MSRP first because people just don't want to buy AMD cards. And the sixty six hundred is a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it is a shame they didn't get enough and not even close to nearly enough. And that that is what's causing this huge AIB tax. Um, but to be honest with you, and I know people are freaking out right now because Ethereum is going back up in price a bit. And I remember talking to you, and I and I said it it failed to drop below twenty three hundred that's a bad sign. Like it's probably going to go back up and, and it did. Um, but I just don't think it even matters at this point because um, besides all the various regulation, which who knows what kind of impact that'll have. What we do know is that the U S government's going to have to raise interest rates mm-hmm. this year. Like th- they really don't have any other option. Like if you don't raise interest rates this year, it you have no idea what you're doing economically. <laughs> like that would be a disaster to continue uh, to to let things go as they do. So everyone's expecting raise interest rates this year. Last time they even mentioned raising interest rates, the whole market crashed, and Ethereum and Bitcoin and all these other very volatile coins crashed more significantly. So for me. Even though it's going up in price right now, and don't take this as financial advice to buy or sell Bitcoin, and that's not what this is about, but in my opinion, I think when interest rates do inevitably get raised this year, it's going to cause the GPU crash. I, I, I think it's going to be significant enough that you are going to see prices significantly decrease because right now, people who are into mining aren't really buying graphics cards right now. I mean, I'm sure there are some that, you know, the, the moon boys, as you talk yeah. about, yeah. but <laughs> to the moon! when this happens, yes, some people might sell, but nobody's going to be buying. Mm-hmm. Like you are going to have zero extra competition yeah. from people buying cards. So I, I think that'll have a big enough impact that they'll come down in price significantly to the point where it'll make sense to buy cards. And I don't yeah. think we're that far off from this occurring. I can't give you an exact date because I don't work for the government. So I have no idea what their plans are, but I imagine it's not that far off. Well, let's see how powerful my control over this audience is, boys. Come on, pump the stock. Hit that like button, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's make that go to the moon, right? We can do it together. Let's hit the like button, get more people in here. Um, but I agree. It's the funny money printer, right, as well. Like, if they turn the funny money printer off, which they're doing, right? Like, the funny money printer's been going for, what is it? Seems like a year and a half now, right? It's like, so if they turn that off uh, and then they raise interest rates, it's a double whammy. Uh, no holes barred. Speculation dries up. You've seen, what you've seen is Bitcoin go up today because the stock market rallied. That's what happened, I think, right? So... Stock market rallied over the weekend, never means anything. Very same as Bitcoin, nothing matters over the weekend. It's all about what happens Monday. Um, uh, Dude, I can't pronounce your name. Can you pronounce his name? Crazy CES1. Yeah, Crazy (laughs) CES1, maybe. Thank you you for the five euro, uh, for the five dollars, dude. Preach, brother, preach. Thank you, dude. But I think... (laughs) I think that like I think that's it, right? It's like it's we got we got the sixty nine, nice. <laughs> we can get higher, we can get better than sixty nine, boys. Uh, Paul, sorry, can't hit the like button. Doesn't work at the moment because you told me to smash the button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, dude. But uh, yeah, so 
what I said is the funny money predators off. Uh, now you've got speculators, speculators. These people who don't like to gamble with their own money, they like to gamble with somebody else's. Um, they're, they're not going to have a, as much liquidity to gamble. And then you see the interest rates go up, and now it's more expensive to speculate as well. So you get the double whammy going to happen. All you're going to see is stock price, stock market go. <laughs> into a fight which is bad for everyone i'm not wishing that on anyone like that's bad that's like people starting to lose their jobs again but like, it has to happen it has to like, happen we you have to deflate the the economy we've like you know we had the same thing in ireland <laughs> like you could you could go you could i could you could walk into a bank in ireland unemployed and go i want to buy a house and they'd give you five hundred i i'm not messing like that should happen <laughs> right I, I, you know what I mean? So they, they didn't care. They were didn't. They didn't <laughs> give a fly because you buy the house. They did, and the way the way they looked at it is, you buy the house. You can't pay them back. Doesn't matter. They take the house off you, and know, some fucking other lunatic wants to buy the house, right? And they'll sell it to them then, right? That's the mm-hmm. way they looked at it, right? So. It, it, that's what happens when you've got funny money in a market people do stupid shit right people buy one bedroom apartments in the center of dublin for 500 grand when about Ooh. two years ago it was like a right it's just yeah and they think that's a starter home to get them onto a pro like this is the same thing with, with, yeah. with bitcoin people are buying bitcoin now because they're like it doesn't matter it's gonna go to a million i'm gonna make all this money back i put into it and and you you might if you're if you're able to hold that bitcoin for 10 years right well a lot of people can't hold sixty thousand, especially if it's leveraged because there's people who borrowed to invest in bitcoin that you can't hold oh. that forever sometimes you just have to sell it take the l and then pay off the rest of the money out and and that's that's you know especially with these spe- these speculators they have to pay that money back at some point right they have to they have to realize their gains. If they got in at the ground floor at 3,000 or 5,000 or whatever, they have to realize their gains, realize that this is not going any higher and go, I'm going to have to check out here, pay off the bank, right? And then pay my pay my shareholders back. Like, that's what they have to do. Right? And yeah. that's that's there. That has to be done. And plus, you know, so I think people saying this is going on forever. No, it's cyclical. It has to, everyone has to get paid. And then it'll then they'll start to try and try, try and drive the prices up again. The problem now this time around is different than the last time around. You got market makers, and market makers are like what market makers do, right? Is like they 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 uh, you know when it's going short, they're they're buying, uh, buying up all the cheap Bitcoin, right? And then when it when and they they will be they will be going along on Bitcoin, and then they'll flood the market with all the Bitcoin they bought. The price of Bitcoin will go up, right? Yeah. And they're long, so they take all their money out on the long, right? And then they stop the supply of the Bitcoin, and then you know it starts to go short again. Oh, you know, you so and so forth. You know, oh, sorry, it's the other way around. Sorry, they they they, they stop the supply. It got, it starts to crash. It starts to go up because there's no supply of it, and people want it. And the vice versa, they flood it and they drop the price of it. So they're making money on both sides of that equation. Um, they're kind of really delaying this crash. Because they just they just see pools of liquidity. All they see is like there's a lot of people short here. How do we make how do we make Bitcoin go up so we can take their shorts? Because they're the ones giving the shorts and take you know take and vice yeah. versa. So they're the ones manipulating the market, which is gonna take it a while because it's gonna it's gonna zigzag down as far as I'm concerned. It'll it'll do it might there's even a, but as long as it doesn't a, go sorry as long sorry. as it doesn't go as long as it doesn't go to sixty, I think we're good. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's when I it's think recovered. It doesn't even matter. Like I, I just at this point, I don't think it matters what the price is. Like it, it's just we're gonna have a market crash this year. It, it's very, very, very likely. But there's a lot of market manipulation, and 
I remember seeing an article like not long ago, and it was like by 2025, Ethereum will be $180,000. And I was like, I did some quick math, and I was like, wait a minute, you're telling me you're, you're looking me straight in the face, you're looking me dead in the eyes, <laughs> and with a straight face, saying, I believe it's going to go from $300 billion market cap to $24 trillion in, in three years. Really? <laughs> like, do you even know how much like money the U.S. puts out? Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't think you know like how to do math. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there are people out there who... There are people out there who will sit there with a straight face and tell you they can sell you a plan that will make you 1% interest every month compound just sit down with a calculator and figure out if you put 10 grand how much you're going to make on that it, it's it sounds realistic because it's only one percent right or, or sometimes it's a five percent or whatever it sounds realistic and then you sit down with a calculator and you go wait a minute <laughs> screw you going on here but people <laughs> buy these courses you know what i mean and that's what that's what the whole bitcoin roller coaster is like the pump and dump schemes tether doesn't does do they have the money do they not have the money do you know about tether not really. The only, I've just been paying attention to like Ethereum. That's it. Tether, <laughs> Tether is the means of transaction for a lot of Bitcoin. It's a stable coin. Uh, and basically, they're supposed to have every dollar for every Tether out there. And, and, oh, yeah. And, I know about this and, one. Yeah. And they may or may not have all the money that they're supposed to have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's been so many rug pulls and scams yeah. and theft and stuff that's been going on, too. And wasn't it recently, I think... Um, I think it was Biden who was like, as a matter of like national, national security, security or yeah. something like that. They're like, we we need to regulate this further. Yeah, because of the rug so, pulls. Who knows what's gonna happen there? Yeah, it will be. Yeah, there's just so much scamming going mm -hmm. on. Yeah, it it needs to be regulated, but then it stops being the thing that it was this bastion of like hope and like take the banks out of it because they're evil and manipulative. It it fails to be that thing when you're. It kind of already has. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, well, it definitely is that thing now. It's it's turned into like take the banks out of it. Instead, now it's become the wild west where uh you know we're back to you know you can't walk between two towns without getting beaten about the head and having all your shit stolen. Right? Like th this is the reason why we invented banks in the first place. We invented banks so that when you walk around, you have the majority of your money in a bank, and nobody can steal all your shit right uh, but before then people used to walk around with coin purses do you remember them like they were a thing you yeah. just rob yeah. somebody blind right that's what happened right and bitcoin was the idea to get rid of the banks but the problem is you get rid of the banks now people are stealing your shit like all the time Stop. yeah it, it's just <laughs> it it sounds good on the surface and, and in theory you know in a perfect utopia it would be great mm -hmm. but the problem is we don't live in a utopia and it, there's just been so many issues with it it hasn't panned out how it was supposed to like on paper sounds great but yeah i mean like you said like this is why we created banks so does like, communism yeah so it's just like i i just don't understand how like why people again it sounds good but then you think about it and you're like wait a minute well we we created banks because we wanted some sort of central authority that we could trust, which whether you trust them or not, that's up to you. But that was the whole purpose that has some sort of power behind the money. Mm -hmm. It's not just some random company or some guy holding your stuff. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, we might not be on the gold standard anymore, but the banks are backed by on in the U S are backed by the U S military. That's the strongest military in the world. They're, they're, like there's something behind it. It's not just some guy in his basement or some company. 
mm-hmm. that God knows what they're going to do. Like these are people who, whether you, you know, believe you had an impact or not, in theory, you helped elect people who are in control of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You had a say and they're supposed to be for you again, yeah. whether or not you believe they're for you or not <laughs> is on you. But that's like, there's a reason why we have banks. Like yeah. it's not all bad. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know. I, I don't think it'll ever be what it was supposed to be. And it's I don't sleep bad though. It's mostly bad. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, I, I don't think this whole cryptocurrency thing is going to pan out how it was supposed to. I really mm. don't. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, everything is a nice idea on paper. Like, you know what I mean? Ever watch that, the invention of lying. It's like, you know, you will all get mansions in the sky when you die. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? It's, you can sell any idea and make people believe that it's a great idea and then in practice you see what it's really like and in practice it just turns monetary systems into the wild west is what it seems to do and you've got market makers who can just decide at a whim bitcoin's gone to sixty thousand in the morning and uh, you know you get a lot of people going yeah thanks i'll have a bit of that action thank you thank you thank you throw their life savings at it and then they go you know what we've made enough money here boys to to the you know back from the moon we're going to go back to earth right and they just back down again that's a scary thought i don't understand why anybody would get involved in this stuff um when you're not in control of when when it, the, the price of it is not completely in the control of just the free market it's control of people who are manipulating it so therefore you need regulation when you get regulation it's not the thing anymore and then you see uh, mining is is a terrible thing because it's it's just using up the planet's natural resources to 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 basically do a thing i i equated it to going outside and sticking a brick on your accelerator if that made you money like you know what i mean would, yeah. <laughs> would you know what i mean would would you would would you make a lot like would you get would would they do something about it then like if there was loads of people standing outside with their car putting bricks on their cell like w- would they do something about it then you know what i mean it's like i i don't know they're gonna have to do something about it um because at the end of the day these things were designed to be to to, to be for gamers and they're being used for something else and i just hate the idea of these companies tying their value to this very volatile asset because it's just bad news for them as well in the long run like if bitcoin whatever bitcoin does it, it like you go and what look did you look at nvidia's stock price they dropped 30 percent the like the day bitcoin dropped yeah put it over Basically, like yeah put it over <clears throat> over the bitcoin and just watch it like track trust track with bitcoin it's scary yeah, being being invested in video right now is scary. <laughs> Very high risk, which it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that that's just is scary. Well, and the other thing that's kind of ludicrous in my opinion about cryptocurrencies is I like I it's not even a currency. Like people want to act like it's a currency. It's just a high risk stock. That's mm-hmm. all it is because I mean, you try and send someone crypto. It it costs you like 20 bucks and takes minutes to send it to them. Who's going to take that as an alternative to sending stuff via bank or via PayPal or handing someone cash? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can bank transfer to someone or PayPal them or whatever if if they're friends of yours. It can do, be done instantly and for no money. Who what? in their right mind would go? Well, I'd, yeah, you know what? I'd like rather than that. I'd like to pay twenty dollars and wait five minutes. <laughs> like, what? It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It's just completely ridiculous. So. Yeah, it, all it is is a really high-risk stock that, in, in my opinion, isn't really turning out to be what it was supposed to be and is honestly causing a lot of waste. And I know that there's people out there who say that, you know, well, mining is only 1% of the world or whatever, you know, this and that. They'll look for excuses and ways that they can frame it and so it doesn't seem as bad. And it's mm-hmm. like, 
it's like, well, yeah, okay. Well, if if your neighbor's strangling someone over there, you punching someone in the head isn't like a <laughs> lot better. Like it's like you you're not a, a hero. And like I did the math on like just Ethereum. I, I can't remember it now, but I remember I had done the math on like if these were all 3070s. Like let's just assume they're 3070s, which would be fairly efficient card to be doing it. And you know maybe there's some sort of asics out there going on as well but let, let's assume they're all 3070s i did the math and i was like the amount of power per second that's being pulled by this is so absurd that like i was shocked i was like mm-hmm. how is this this is just so ridiculous and unsustainable and mm-hmm. the whole thing with with mining is that the curve goes like this yeah so the power is gonna go like this <laughs> yeah. it's a it's an exponential curve it's the same as trying to overclock your gpu it's the same idea right and yeah. speaking of paypal uh it's the greatest way of, of of sending money instantly jason thank you for the 33 euro man thank you it's actually 20 bucks connor and i have to give you 20 bucks according to jason so jason gave wow. you 20 bucks thank you it's <laughs> actually a guy in pa i didn't know that was jason was a guy in pa i learned something new every day thank you dude i appreciate appreciate that man and uh yeah I'll, you hit me up with your paypal after this and I'll, I'll make sure you get your 20 because he wants you to have it so um yeah uh and, and and the great thing is about paypal is i'll send it and he'll have it like after i said i sent it right <laughs> <laughs> no fees and by I'm the way if i send it as a friend or family no, he, fee. no fees zero yeah zero <laughs> yeah thank you for that (laughs) they only charge you if you want to ensure your your payment that's the only time they charge you which is like you can argue that's good or bad or indifferent i don't care but like at the end of the day you know these graphic graphics cards are made for gaming and and that's why they're terribly inefficient at the doing the thing that they are which is mining and they're good at it like you can argue they're good at it but they're not, not really. though. They're using it's a general amounts. purpose device. Yeah, yeah, yeah doing... like that's you want to make an ASIC if you want to make it really mm. efficient at that. Yeah. And like that's it's like in yeah, it's another thing. Like, why are we making a more inefficient system? And I know some people will try and frame it as a more efficient system, but I'd you know, I'd love I'd love to see the numbers on that. Mm. <laughs> like versus just like a banking system. Like, is it really more efficient? Is it really to have you know hundreds of GPUs versus one one or two banking computers i like i feel like if you really sat down and compared them you'd like oh no (laughs) like one of these is clearly way more efficient because it's not doing all kinds extra math it doesn't really need to be doing yeah if i can go buy bread with it when i can go buy bread with it right when i can go in right i've got apple pay i don't know what phone you use i've got apple pay i go bloop and i've bought bread right when I can do that, bloop, and it takes like 0.00001 ETH or Bitcoin from my wallet and pays for the bread. It's a currency. Until then, it's not a currency. It's a store of value. And um, I, I just don't see a future in it other than a highly speculative other stock market that people are betting on, right? That's what it is, essentially. All of these different coins are other, just think of them as other businesses in a stock market that you get to take bets on. And if they go to the moon, you make loads of money. Like if you, I think if you'd have put a hundred dollars into uh, Shibu Inu, you would have been a millionaire now. And if you'd put a thousand, I don't know what what it is now, but like at some point in the year, if you'd have put a hundred dollars in Shibu Inu, you'd be a multimillionaire. And if you put a thousand dollars in, you'd be a billionaire. Like, could you imagine 
if he won a thousand dollars he's the best yeah. lottery win ever but it's a lottery win and that's what i think and then you'd have you, to pay the government yeah millions of dollars you wouldn't too. care like because if you but yeah you yeah. would be ooh, you'd be set yeah yeah you wouldn't you just wouldn't care at that point you just set up your uh your, you just set up a corporation <laughs> right run it through there now you pay your 14 and a half percent in ireland or 12 and a half percent in ireland the corporation tax and and be doing yeah, in, in the u.s it it works a bit different here my my friend had put a bunch of money into dogecoin or whatever and uh he never pulled it out because he didn't want to pay the absorbent taxes but he he could have pulled it out at a point where he made a lot of money like he could have made like thirty thousand dollars or something for just putting in like a couple grand mm. um but i mean who knows maybe he'll still make some yeah. i don't know we'll see <laughs> it's worse but, here like it's worse here it's dude, worse here in the u.s man yeah, but like he was trying to, uh, he was like, "Can you help me try and figure out a way to not pay nearly as much taxes?" And I like went through all of it, and I was like, "Basically, the only way you can not pay taxes is to put it in a health savings account that you can't use, mm -hmm. like you actually have to use for health." So no, you have to pay taxes on this. <laughs> I was like, "There's really no mm -hmm. legal way that you can do this." Yeah, I I could get away with it because I can stick it all in my pension fund. I don't get to touch it till I'm yeah. sixty five, but. I don't pay any tax um but um but other than that like it's really worse here because what happens is right you go and you go right i'm gonna make all this bitcoin so let's say you're mining it right so you mine it and now it's an income right so you're taxed as you get it if you're on the lower tax rate so let's say you work and you have a thirty-five thousand euro a year job now you're on the higher tax rate because it starts at 35 so every actual euro you earn is about 51 percent effective so now you have to pay 51 percent on that as as an earning so if you earn a hundred dollars on ethereum you owe 50 50 bucks of it to the government right but you don't you don't really have to pay that until the end of the year so that's fine so let's say you pay now let's say it goes from 100 bucks to a hundred thousand in the time not only have to pay the earning on on the on the hundred bucks of Ethereum that you mined, right? <laughs> you have to now pay the um, the capital gains tax when you take when you turn it back into cash, because it's a capital gain. So when you sell it, you turn it back into cash. It's a capital gain. Then you have to pay. So you get hit on both. You get paid, hit on the input income tax, and you get hit on the capital gains tax. So it's a bit of a it's a does a bit of skullduggery in our, and that's why I think a lot of people there's a lot of miners out there who don't understand the cost of of mining in there because they don't realize that they actually own tax yeah and yeah they have it, no idea and there was like recently an article with a guy who's ceo of basically TurboTax, the company that owns TurboTax, was like there's gonna be a lot of people this tax season who are gonna be shocked and not know what to do mm -hmm. when when they realize what they're gonna owe <laughs> it's like yeah so there's like all these people talking about how much you can make and i'm like okay but then you have to minus electricity then you have to pay the like standard tax and you have to pay capital gains tax if it was short term short term you have to ROI your cards ROI your cards you have to ROI ROI your cards you, you paid tax on your cards mm -hmm. you like there's, I was like when you do the math you're not making anywhere near what you think you're making mm -hmm. and you, it might still be good but it's like you are not making you know the nine bucks a day or whatever you thought you were making mm -hmm. not even close you're making <laughs> like, some, somewhere closer to four bucks a day right like yeah it's like yeah. half what you think basically yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Um, so we go back to talking about AMD cards because we got off on a big. Fucking yeah, we got off. I'm not like I'm not like Chris. I don't like to bring it back. I like to see where it goes. Chris likes to make sure yeah. we stay on point. <laughs> He's uh, better for that one. But uh, so I want to tell you what I think AMD's cards are going to be like, and then I want to he- hear your opinion on it, right? So I think AMD's new card um, and and is going to be talking about sixty nine fifty X or no, 7, no, the, the sixty nine fifty X can suck a dick. Um, is <laughs> uh, uh, so stupid. Uh, uh, what like two to five percent faster? I I've done them. I I can take my memory slider and slide it to the right. It I've works. done it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I've I've done it. I've overclocked the the sixty eight hundred XT, and I was like, guys. Uh, even if the clock speed's higher, this thing doesn't scale real well with clocks. Mm-hmm. Like I put it on water and clocked it as high as it would go at like 2,850 megahertz. It stopped scaling. Like I got negative scaling at like, tw- like average. Now you can peak higher, but then like the average at like 2,750, we was higher score, but it was like, yeah, that gave me like an extra 7%, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. versus this versus the stock. And then adding the memory clock all like as high as I could possibly go, like pushing everything to the absolute limit with the max power. I was like, I got 10% out of this car. 10%. That was 3% from the memory, roughly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's like depending on the card, 3 to 5% for memory. That's it. I said this on the last one. I was getting 57,000 Fire Strike with a 10A 50K. 57,000 Fire Strike. Just standard Fire Strike score, 57. And I am. Put the memory all the way to so what i do when i'm overclocking is just go where can i push the memory to i'm on the card you can just go all the way to the right the snow like it, it you capped out in drivers you're not capped out by the memory so all the way to the right and uh, i went from fifty-seven thousand to fifty-nine thousand. <laughs> that, that was it for memory right and then you go and try and see where you can get your clocks and then you drop the memory down to nothing and you see how far you can get the clocks and then you try and find a balance in between the two like where you're going to get both of them to and um, because sometimes overclocking your memory has a has has uh, you know may, may suck up too so much power that your clocks don't do so well so you have to find a balancing act between where you get the most performance by clocking memory higher or clocking correlate higher and i don't think a lot of people understand that they just think if both of them are higher you must get a higher number right um, yeah well and it comes down to stability because like for me i noticed that amd cards for multiple generations have used very very low quality memory chips mm. to the point where like they are like on the edge of stability out of the box mm. <laughs> like i can't even get a lot more like you can push the memory speed all the way to the edge but on almost every card i've done that with amd I actually get almost no improvement or worse improvement i have to pull it back just a little bit mm. and i end up not getting a very good memory overclock out of it and even that doesn't really help much mm-hmm yeah, well, uh, unless you're messing with a Radeon 7, they went 1200 megahertz and they scaled. Yeah. They just kept scaling. I don't know what the fuck. Because I was like, this thing has way too much memory uh, bandwidth. Like, it's not going it, to... No, it keeps getting faster. Fast, you can make the memory go. It goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that the, C- the 7900 XT is going... If that's what it's going to be called, whatever. The top-end SKU, Navi 31, two GPDs, uh, one MCD is going to be... A banger in terms of performance i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be like the fastest graphics card ever made on the planet uh, even in this generation 
Uh, I think it's the ray tracing before. Like you just see, the AMD's told you all the stuff you need to do. You just go look at AMD's slides from years ago, and you can tell that they were like oh, ray tracing was like a feature that they tacked on. They were like for select lighting and shadows, and then like this one was like something about in the cloud or something weird fucking shit. But like yeah, this was gonna that. have ray tracing, right? Um, so the new GPU from AMD is gonna have ray tracing, and you're gonna hear about. They're gonna like this is gonna be the real ray tracing release. This one, like, I have a 69 XT. It doesn't ray trace. Like, it doesn't. You say all you want about it. It does not ray trace. And you, I, I said to you, remember yesterday, I was like, you put up those, those pictures on Twitter. And I was like, is this a ray tracing demo? <laughs> 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 no, like, no. <laughs> I, I just can't. I can't see ray tracing. I just, I can tell there's something different. But then I'm like, which one looked better in the first place? Like, I, I don't really know. Um, I just know that when I put DLSS on, a lot of times t- I can tell when DLSS is on straight away. Um, I can't always say that's a worse image, but like you can see the shimmeriness and the the pop in of things, and like you know bits of your floor goes missing. That's always a fun one. Well, um, what what resolution do you play at? Fourteen forty p. I think DLSS works a lot better at four k. Yeah, like uh, DLSS works better than FSR at lower resolutions, but they all work better at four k. Yeah. So, well, the FSR is like made for 4K. Like this is yeah. The, um, but um, yeah, I'm gonna get a 4K monitor, right? I'm gonna do it. I, sh- I should. Did I ever tell you what happened to my 4K monitor? So I had a 50 inch, right? 4K LG TV. It was uh, you know, it had a few hundred dimming zones. It was HDR, like true HDR 1000, like TV, baller fucking TV, right? Like 750 bucks or something. I paid for it, but 50 inches. It wasn't OLED, right? Um, which I was kind of mm-hmm. raging about because, like, six months later, there was a Christmas sale and you could buy an OLED for 850 Uh Sprite, thank you for the 449. Connor is such, uh, is so much more attractive than you. It's like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Fuck you, Sprite. I was waiting <laughs> to see when you saw that. he's a handsome man he's a handsome he's i get to look at him all the time (laughs) sprites always just (laughs) so heinous (laughs) he's a handsome man sprite i will say he is he is i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fight you on that one he is he is um but uh so um i lost completely lost my train of thought thanks sprite for that one (laughs) yeah talking about yeah. graphics cards 7900 xt something about that do you remember at all no? <laughs> that made me laugh too much i told totally oh yeah forgot. yeah forced yeah 42 so i was, I was going at mad because i got yeah, your tv a 50 50 inch tv that was like 48 inch tv that was oled um but anyway i had this tv and what happened was our tv in the house had broken we were waiting for the extension to finish so we we're building this big extension on the front of our house and we we're going to get a 65 inch oled that was the plan right um so i was just like i'll use this for the time being i'll go back to using a monitor for my main display um so i did that and uh, my daughter uh was having a lot of fun <laughs> watching tv <laughs> one day i broke the screen right uh but uh, I think she might have. I'm not sure. But LG replaced it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, oh, it's replaced. It refunded me um, <laughs> anyway. So, um, but I, I just never, I never bought the TV again. So, like, I'm gonna buy a 43 inch. I think. Joss, what's the story, dude? Connor is so much more attractive than you. It's like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're really sticking it to you today. <laughs> 
Yeah, thanks, dude. I like the hair. Weekly abuse. I'll keep, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep losing weight and and start doing weights like Connor does, and we'll see. We'll see who. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like a ginger Zeus god, right? Like we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'll stick it all <laughs> you boys. Um, I'm down uh nearly 19 pounds now, Connor. Holy uh, cow! Yeah. yeah. Um, that's quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go back and I look at the old videos and I can see it in my face. A bit, yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, so I think that the seventy nine hundred XT is gonna be an absolute banger. I think people under under will do what they did with the sixty with the sixty nine hundred XT and the 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 RX five fifty seven hundred XT, which was in complete disbelief that AMD could do this. They didn't believe that AMD could make a graphics card twice as fast a generation later, and they did. And I just think that, as I said, the ra- I, I have it on good authority that the ray tracing was tacked on at the end because Sony said they wanted it. That was it. Like, they had to just get something working because Sony's like, I want that in the console. Um, so, um, yeah, it it was just a, just so we can have it, just so we can say, look, here it is. And then, you know, you're not going to lose sales. Uh, so I think that's what happened. But, it, yeah, it, like, it's going to have 15,000 15, shaders, Connor. Like it, it, it will have fifteen hundred, fifteen thousand. Yeah, like that's a. It's lot gonna of be monstrous. <laughs> yeah, a lot of shaders and stupid amounts of cash <laughs> and like, probably like I, I, it probably have sixteen gigabytes of RAM again, right? Because I of, imagine there's no need for more. Yeah, yeah, probably sixteen <clears> gigabytes of RAM again, but like, mad stuff. Like, it might even do thirty two because at the price they're probably gonna charge for it, it's gonna be stupid. Yeah, maybe their top end one they might slap thirty two on it just <laughs> you know, just to do it. But mm-hmm. I was gonna tell you, um I remember before we started you were talking about getting like a a forty eight inch TV or something. I was gonna tell you like if if it's not OLED, be very careful about which ones you buy because not only do you need to look for something that has a really low response time and input lag. But you also need you need to check stuff like MPRT motion picture response time. You need to check gray gray response times because a lot of those TVs that aren't OLED have very very poor response times and input lag. Mm-hmm. And it might even have good input lag. It'll be like, oh well, it's a, it's you know only a little bit worse than an OLED. But then what you find out is that because it's LCD and it was produced just for watching things, that it ends up having just a horrendous greater gray response time, and everything just looks not it just looks smeary you know (laughs) (laughs) losing weight is going to help you grow hair or not be ginger thanks right (laughs) oh man yeah thanks for the 450 there yeah Oh man! I'm gonna kick you with you the. T- I'm gonna kick you with the teats, right? That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> what did you do to this man? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I gave him a good telling off on um, on Discord earlier on. Maybe he's maybe he's annoyed with me or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can lose weight, but you st- you you can't lose ugly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're, oh they're man, being, yeah, they're being, being yeah, they're being, we can't have you on Connor anymore. Are you gonna have to wear a bag in your head? One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was gonna say about the seventy nine hundred XT though. Like, on paper, it's looking really good. Like, it's mm. looking like something Nvidia won't be able to compete with. But I just worry, you know, because I worry because it seems like every time AMD does something really good, Radeon specifically, mm. every time Radeon does something really good they find a way to screw it up. Like, even if it seems like a slam dunk, they somehow find a way 
to screw it up in some way, shape, or form. So I'm like, okay, this is looking really good. Where's the catch? <laughs> it's Radeon. Where's the catch? Yeah. Is it gonna start on fire? Is it gonna be basically marketed in a way that makes it really disingenuous? Is it gonna be really good for compute but bad for gaming? You know, mm -hmm. is it gonna be impossible to find? Is it gonna be four thousand dollars? This I feel like there's gonna be some sort of catch. You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'll tell you the two. Uh, wow, what did you do, Paul? I don't know what I did. No, <laughs> I don't know what I did, but uh, yeah, apparently I'm just going to be reminded forever that Connor's a handsome man. We all know that. <laughs> no, you don't need to tell me that. It's <laughs> it has been a hard self, credit. self self evident, right? <laughs> <laughs> I get I get him on. I to be honest, he's he's thick and he doesn't know what he's talking about with tech. But I just get him on because he's because he's good eye candy and people come in just for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get the ladies in here. Like it's hard. <laughs> I've been trying to diversify the audience of the Techonomics podcast. So like, yeah. Just, <laughs> well, I don't know if it's gonna work because my audience is like ninety eight percent male. Yeah. So. Oh well, I must be doing something right because my audience is ninety three percent. Oh uh, my gosh! Uh, yeah, uh, uh, sorry, ninety seven percent male. So I got I got that one extra percent on you. Just thank you for the yeah. five. Uh, why the red be red head versus ginger? Uh, dichotomy for females versus males. Uh, uh, sexism. One hundred percent sexism, right, man? 100% like like people think that ginger oh, yeah, that's true. ginger girls are hot but they think that actually I come from Ireland everybody who's ginger is is ugly in Ireland that's just the, the going thing it's like it's like if you're ginger you're just <laughs> ugly it's, there's no way it's of... <laughs> but you know what's funny is people think that there's not there's there's loads of ginger people in Ireland the 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 um demographics of ginger people is the same as anywhere else like same as oh, the really? US. yeah there's not that many like there's maybe as many ginger people here as there is anywhere else there's, it's not a thing right <laughs> like, yeah. it's just funny that i'm an irish tech tuber and i'm ginger and even if i shave my beard off right and grow my hair like if i had hair well, you can go back and watch the start of my channel i had hair then yeah um, i remember that yeah. now yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my hair is blonde actually my like you see my eyebrows like my eyebrows are blonde yeah it's, it's my beard that's ginger right so so it's you're you're ginger i i've a ginger tint to my hair um dance for the bitcoins <laughs> thanks yeah. thanks jazz for the five man i appreciate that he's pumping the stock thank you thank you thank you so much dude i appreciate that all so much i appreciate all the donations uh they're they're going to buy me an, a, a facelift um <laughs> <laughs> or hair transplants one or the other Man, yeah, it seems like everyone's doing those hair transplants nowadays. Yeah, what the hell? Um, I'm cool with the fact I'm bald, Connor. I don't have an issue with the fact I'm bald. Um, like hence why I shaved my head. Obviously, I hadn't shaved my head in a long time because of having a second kid, and um, having a second kid and just being so busy, I didn't get a chance just to take the razor out and shave my head. But like, I I just accept the fact I'm bald. I hate those people who lie to themselves. Yeah, I I feel like if you got it, you got to own it. I don't know. Mm. I'm I'm sure this might be frowned upon by some people, but you seen that guy who works for Linus? Yeah, who's like really in denial about going bald. Oh, Anthony, he, he needs to own it. Yeah, I know, I know people don't want to talk about it because they don't want to be like, don't bully him. And it's like, we're, I'm not. I'm just saying. No, no you time to own it. 
you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Time to own it. <laughs> I, had a, I had a boss, and uh, he was he's standing there talking to me one day, right? And I never noticed it before. Genuinely, had like the best calm over ever, right? He had the best calm over ever. I never noticed it before, right? But he's standing there talking to me, and the wind took his hair, right? And his hair just did that. And then I, you saw. I just saw, like he's. He, I mean, I have some hair. He had nothing. Like just like wax on, wax off, right? Uh, <laughs> 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 that's right thank you for the 899 buddy i appreciate that dude uh love you really paul in spite of your bit <laughs> oh man uh, th- we should have changed the name of the stream to the roast of paul right uh yeah i guess this turned into a roast maybe uh, we should do a roast uh, at the end j- of the year ja- yeah jazz with the five uh elon hair yeah when it, this was like woo I was and I yeah. you, you could imagine this is your boss you have to try and keep your straight face but I couldn't I was like and he's like yeah are you okay <laughs> and uh, yeah I just broke out and he's like what's wrong and I was like your 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 hair yeah and he goes and he just ran off <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. eventually like eventually he understood and he just shaved his head like it took him a while right he was yeah he was fifty so like I would have been. 40 at the time so decent bit older than me um yeah you just gotta own it when you're when when it starts to happen don't fight it like uh, maybe right away if, if you can do something to like if there's a one little patch and you know you can fix it but if it starts to get patchy you gotta call it quits mm-hmm. like real quick <laughs> like, uh, because yeah. it's gonna look a lot worse when it's you just i don't i don't understand why people hate the going bald thing i'm like i don't think bald looks bad at all so i, I don't get it <laughs> Jesus Christ Almighty! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Raymond! Raymond, McFarland. thank you, dude. Portland. Paul, you are not ugly. It's the camera. Thank you. It's a new camera, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. thought I was handsome before I got the new high high definition, beautiful camera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. I shoot in like 4K, 60 frames. Yeah. And I'm up close, uh-huh. and like you can see everything you yeah. cannot have a, like a flaw when you're shooting with that thing because i had like dry skin one day and i was mm. like i didn't notice it when i was looking at the camera but i pulled it up on my 48 inch OLED and i was like Ooh. <laughs> that doesn't look good uh, <laughs> it's too crisp. Uh, just say you're the five and also you hear that boys he has flaws did you hear it did you hear it now yeah <laughs> Should have hit the like button. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. So where do you, where do you think Nvidia is gonna stack in terms of the stack of GPUs and the performance? Do you think AMD is gonna win number one? Or do you, you think- know? Yeah, we should give our predictions. I, he, yeah. Here, I'm gonna give my predictions right right now, and we'll we'll see. Oh. I think AMD. Oh, th- this is a tough one with AMD because it comes down like so much to how efficient their design ends up being for like. Because let's just talk about games, like just gaming, like the average gaming performance at 4K. I think the 7900 XT, I, I, I think it's going to be at least two times faster. I'm, I'm going to go out and say two to 2.2 times faster in, in games at 4K than the 6900 XT. The 4090, I think, will be... 80% faster than the 3090 at 4K. That that's going to be my prediction. I th- I think AMD like maybe they could pull off two times faster with the 4090, like maybe at a push. So I think AMD is going to be like 20% ahead. Like I think it'll be significant. But I, 
think it won't be enough because I think AMD's going to price it too high. Yeah. And I think it'll get people to just stick with NVIDIA. I, I really think that's going to happen. Yeah. We'll see. Will, introduce, will AMD introduce a feature similar to NVENC? Yeah, they, they, they probably have to, right? And like, um, sorry, I will go back to my predictions now in a second, but they probably, and I know that there's some a mic tech coming with AMD as well, like a, a what is it called? The the NVIDIA thing where like for, for cutting out background audio, what's it called again? Uh, oh, the NVIDIA Studio thing? Yeah, NVIDIA Studio thing. I can't remember what it's called. Um, oh, just oh, RTX, RTX Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll do release, release dates now, man. Uh, RTX Voice uh, is what it's called. Thank you for the five, Joss. Um, but um, so I think that uh, in AMD... The hint is in the name. They gave us the name with, with uh, with the first one, right? Like that with with RDNA two. It was called Navi two X. This one's called Navi three X, right? So the hint is in the name, and um, that's where their AMD are aiming for. Will they get there? Probably not, but they'll be damn close. Um, so I think it'll be more like two point five, two point seven times faster than the sixty nine hundred XT. I think NVIDIA is going to be a little bit faster as well than you think. I think NVIDIA is building a monster. I think NVIDIA might even uh, give the A100 die uh, like a, a, a facelift and turn it into a gaming card. Like add RT, strip out all the double precision stuff. and You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, launch that as a gaming card. So it'll be Because mon- you're hearing about mad power numbers for it, right? So they're they're doing something different like they are. Because it's gonna be a big boy. <laughs> it's gonna. It might be a five nanometer, seven hundred millimeter square die, right? Like it might be something stupid, right? Um. So yeah, I think that dude, these are, these are gonna be fast. Um, and both of them are gonna be expensive. AMD can be cheaper though. This is the thing that people don't understand. They're both on five nanometer. AMD's GPU cost manufacturers cheaper because they're building an MCM approach GPU. They're making two small dies rather than one big die. Their yield is gonna be so much higher. Uh, <laughs> I don't think people realize that um but uh yeah it, it, like uh you don't think uh it'll be 3x faster than 5700 xt it will be 3x faster than 5700 but that's not the way it works it's navi 2x is 2x faster than the last one navi 3x is faster than the last, the last one that's the way the nomenclature works uh if they're adding 15 that it means navi three times the the last gen right Navi 2X was two times the last gen in terms of the amount of <coughs> GPU horsepower you're bringing to bear. Will that translate linearly to a 3X per increase in performance? No, it doesn't work like that. But it's going to be on 5 nanometer and they're going to be relatively big dies, which means the pipeline can be longer. So that means frequency is going to be pretty fast on these things. So, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Uh, John, thank you for the 999. Where's Leo? Who's Leo? No, that's one of my cats. All oh, right. <laughs> Uh, just tiny for the five thirty eighty Ti beating sixty nine fifty. These nuts prediction. <laughs> uh, and release dates. Uh, Nvidia September AMD. Um, around the same time for Navi thirty three, and then uh sometime Q one for Navi thirty one. Because uh, Lisa Sue was like, we're looking forward to launching our Navi three products. She said that in the thing, and everyone's like, oh my god, that means that Navi 31 is coming this year. I was like, she just said Navi 3. <laughs> yeah, she just said like RDNA 3, like yeah, the architecture. Uh, yeah, RDNA so. 3, sorry, yeah. Yeah, so like that, once, yeah, once you get something out, 
Yeah, for me, I, I think, yeah, it's pretty safe to call NVIDIA September. I know some people might be thinking later, but I think they're going to try and push for September like because yeah. they want to be first. Mm -hmm. They're going to want to get it out first because if they lose, they're still going to sell. They're going to sell more because mm -hmm. they'll be first and everyone will be panic buying it because it'll be an insane jump. So, of course, you're going to want to buy it. And, and to be honest, if the price is right, I mean, who cares? which one is faster if if it's a good price and it's a it's a good performance increase and you can buy it i why not buy whichever brand you want mm -hmm. um but i think amd is gonna launch in like december i think they're gonna launch their mid-range or their mid-high tier stuff and then they'll, they'll but they'll talk about everything and then it'll take you a few more months maybe q1 2023 before you see 7900 XT, maybe if you're unlucky Q2, I think that's too long. Mm. I, th I think it'll be Q1 2023. Yeah, they might do what they did with. Uh, remember what what they did with the uh, 6800 XT? They launched that, and then they were like, "But we have something else," and they showed the it should like the 6900 XT, and she's like, oh, "Oh, come in December." So it was like a, a full month later, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, two they, more super chats here. Mm -hmm. um, Cole, thank you for the five, dude. Nvidia will probably launch something mm -hmm. that's amazing, super bind, and that and that they can't produce on a large scale like the thirty fifty for tech press. Exactly, thirty fifty was like a made up card, right? It doesn't really exist. Um, I did a video about that today. It's, it's called Nvidia lies lied to you, um, because I don't think the thirty fifty is a real product. Um. Just thank you for the five. Uh, what is the white stuff that comes out of? <laughs> did you go to college <laughs> science class? Uh, yes, I did. Um, I'm not gonna <laughs> thank you, John. They're letting him get away with a lot yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Preston, thank you for the two. If RDA two is faster, video will. Uh, troll with super no, well they I, won't be able to they won't be able to man. It's... they like they'll nvidia is going to be hard pressed like mm. if navi if this thing really does end up being you know fifteen thousand shaders and it really has a higher ipc and all this stuff comes true even if it's horribly inefficient it's going to be at, at, at a bare minimum two times faster so nvidia is going to struggle just to do that mm -hmm. like they're they're going to have a hard time getting over two times faster they're gonna have to build some enormous card. They can't just build another even bigger card and release yeah. it. It's gonna take them a minimum of like a year, I feel like, to get a whole nother generation out. Like they could pull an Intel and squeeze the next gen out really quick. Yeah, like a but year. But it's gonna take them, and they could. But it's gonna take them probably a year to get that yeah. up to production up and going, so in a way that it doesn't horribly impact their current production. Mm. So, what I'll find interesting is GTC this year. Because GTC is the year is where NVIDIA will stand up on stage and talk about deep learning and all the really boring stuff. And I'll probably stream it anyway because that's what I'm, I'm like a lunatic for that stuff, right? Um, and people will be like, oh, to it. But I find it really, really interesting. I really enjoy that stuff um, because you get the reveal of the new arc. Like they'll talk about their new data center card and they'll tell you how many shaders it has and all this kind of stuff and what process node it's on. And that will tell you a little bit like when you go to Tech Power Up and you look at all the specs that you know nobody has has and somehow tech power up has found a way to find out the transistor yeah. density. You know, all these things will tell me little clues about what nvidia's next gpu will be like um and yeah i'm looking forward to that right 
for that for those reasons um intel will have arc desktop cards uh out midsummer yeah too late mate it's too late it's too late midsummer it's way too late i know a guy I... uh go ahead who's waiting on one. <laughs> oh, yeah that's all i can say uh um but it's too late midsummer is way too late um just stay for the five, please. Uh, mandate for 10 seconds and give us... Uh, oh, meditate for five seconds, sorry. Uh, and give us a deep universe prediction, both of you heal energies. <laughs> <laughs> my prediction is that this year, graphics cards will drop in price. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, yes, my prediction is also graphics cards will drop in price and Connor will get uglier to find a little <laughs> <laughs> um preston thank you for the two i didn't say a launch it of course uh is a paper no they won't launch anything they can't launch that there is no card that nvidia can make that will come as close to what aim what amd have and i think nvidia already know that so nvidia will have to play the beat them on timing of launch and beat them on pricing of launch and know how expensive amd because they'll war game this out right they'll be like how cheap can and they supply. sell this for yeah yeah and supply so they'll be like how cheap can they sell and how close can we get to its relative performance and if we can get close enough let's say 20 30 percent well if we're 20 30 percent cheaper then you know what what can it do even need to be cheaper like i think people even like let's say like or maybe a little bit cheaper Let, let's say nvidia pushes for 1800 this time and they they hold themselves back because they're worried about rdna3 rdna3 is two thousand dollars um in, in, let's say rdna3 is 20 percent faster people will still buy nvidia over amd then mm-hmm. like they still will yeah. because the, what they'll say is well i don't really this is what people are going to say in their minds i already know it i don't really need the extra 20 percent. this is already so fast I'll just wait for next gen to get another big improvement. I need all these NVIDIA features, whether they do or not. Yeah. I, I just have a feeling that that's how it's going to go. And if, especially if NVIDIA hits first, that'll be like, no one, they're going to just in the back of their mind go, I don't need it. Mm. I, I need features. I had this first, you know. The, so I, I think that's going to be their plan. And I think it'll work. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. I'm just going to get some of these super chats and all. Uh, Cole, thank you for five. Do you foresee launch issues with NVIDIA card with such a big die running uh, yeah. that wattage capacity, capacitors blowing up, driver updates, mitigation, cl- mid, uh, that mitigate clocks? Um, yeah, I'll go through that now. Just thank you for five. EV, uh, EVGA versus ASUS Sapphire versus Power Color only personal experience. Um, EVGA and Power Color. Is my two picks there? Connor? For my picks, I think EVGA or Asus is basically the same. I used to, honestly, like, Asus customer support used to be worse for me, but mm. it's gotten better. So I, I really don't care. Um, I think I'll take... Uh, I think I'll take Sapphire, actually. Mm. But look at it, Connor. Look at it. Look, look. look yeah, it's Power Color just makes it. some cool cards, though. <laughs> it's 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 a beautiful card like it's beautiful like what i love about power color is that their cards look like an amd card like you look at that on a shelf and it's all red and it's like it looks like an amd card right whereas like with with sapphire it's all blue and just weird i just don't think it looks like an amd card right like even the the cheap one that power Color makes is like a call the pulse as like black 
with red lines on it. it like it looks yeah. like an AMD card, right? And I like that. And the same with EVGA. Like EVGA, make, like it's synonymous with 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 the a, the Nvidia branding. When you buy that, mm-hmm. you don't look at it and go synonymous with J's two cents. Yeah, yeah. But you look at it. <laughs> true story. But you look at it and you go. Um, you know, is it is it an AMD card? No, it's a, it's a fucking Nvidia card. Like that's what you know you have when you look at those two things. And read back to Cole's point. Like, um, yeah, Nvidia is going to run into serious issues if all the leaks about what that card's going to do are true. Like me and um, Chris fight over this a lot, <laughs> and I just don't believe you can put six hundred watts in your case. I just don't believe that you can do it unless you're liquid cooling it. It's not going to be. Yeah, a thing. I wouldn't without water. Yeah. And if it's if it's if it's liquid cooled out of a factory, I have no interest in it at all. Those things break; they don't work properly. It's just a nightmare. You can argue that a lot of people paying that much money for a card would like to water cool it anyway, right? Would, would yeah. But no, still, I'm no interest, man. No interest in a card that's that's out of the factory. Well, like for example, the computer I have next to me right now. I got a card that pulls 480 watts when you max the power limit out mm-hmm. in here. Yeah. I had it hooked up to one 480 millimeter radiator that's like this thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see them. I put another one on there and I dropped another 10 degrees. <laughs> like, 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 you'd think there'd be diminishing returns. And like there is, but like, so that card w- with the Strix cooler on it was hitting like, 80 degrees it was jet engine loud mm-hmm. th- when it would pull over 450 watts mm-hmm. put it on water now it's dead silent your clocks are way higher it- it's way more stable i wouldn't be pushing much over f- like 400 watts without water just point blank unless you're building some now the 3090 founders edition cooler is so good that it can it can handle 400 watts but probably not a lot more so like you could maybe push 450 maybe maybe at a push you could get 500 out of there but the fans are going to be loud and it's not going to be as as uh cool but you start passing 500 watts i wouldn't run that on any air cooler Mm. you need a lot you you're going to need a huge radiator to take some of that heat Uh, otherwise you're going to run into issues the thing like you've got a radiator right imagine at the front pulling air in right and your radiator at the bottom is pulling pushing air out or something like that right you've got Kind of. I mean, a... I can show you right now. I suppose <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to me. Hold yeah, on, just how you the five uh, fart and piss versus poo or pizza. Pizza, go away, just stop annoying. Oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> is that is that an OLED? <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll I'll see if I can show you real quick. Uh, yeah, wowzers, that's a. <laughs> so, oh, they're all push pull. Is... Uh, yeah, it's all push pull. These these are the two 480s in the front th- that pull in, mm-hmm. and then um, on the top I got two 360s that those connect to the CPU here. Yeah, and so it's like just just look at how huge these are. Yeah, yeah, they're big. <laughs> I I would not run even this with an air cooler. <laughs> he has so. he literally has two Noctua fans on his RAM. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I custom built a RAM cooler. I've seen it, yeah. I was pushing, I was pushing the voltage on my RAM so high, <laughs> and it was overheating. <laughs> like, it would run, but it would fail its tests. Charles, thank you for the five-man, but that, that message is ridiculous. <laughs> um, 
But it was that an OLED? Was that your screen that you just took down? Like your your main? No, no, no. That's screen. just um, this thing here is just. In fact, I'm gonna put it back on now. Uh, Air noise. All oh, right. This, this oh, it's the panel. side panel. I thought it was an OLED. I was like, what the fuck? Why is he taking the screen down? <laughs> it's a it's a really massive case. Yeah, I have I have one over here. Um, maybe you can see it. Hold on. Do you see it over there in the corner? Hold on, hold on. I gotta finish this. Um, but people are saying, is my is my uh is my video cloudy? And no, it's called that thing where it's like depth of field where they where it blurs the background. But also, I'm vaping in here. But yeah, he's also yeah that that'll also add yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, but it's it's depth of field. So over here, you can see my case that I have over there. Can you see it? Um, in the corner. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, it's uh it's that's a cooler master c 700p or something like that it's like a 400 euro 500 euro case or something yeah um, I, I don't use it because it's just too unwieldy yeah this thing is so heavy yeah. <laughs> the that... only reason i bought it was so that i could fit all those radiators in it <laughs> the, the postman when he delivered that told me literally if you ever order anything that heavy again i'm not delivering it to you he was like it's too is i think it was 35 kilos or 25 kilos or something just nothing in it yeah uh, i had amazon refuse to deliver um 45 pound weights twice yeah yeah so they i had yeah. to refund it three times because the first two delivery guys were like i'm not doing this <laughs> <laughs> So I um I like just lifting it on. You know I change hardware a lot. So change lifting it off the off the table, putting it on a desk to change stuff out, putting it back. Like you'll put your back out. Like there's forty fifty kilos or something in it when it when it's fully loaded. Like that's nearly a hundred pounds, right? Yeah, so, I don't uh, over a hundred pounds. I I don't move this. Yeah. When I when I build in it, I uh I I put it in there like the motherboard in there, and then I hold it with one hand and screw in. Cause I'm not, I'm not flipping it over. It's just too much. though. I was tipping it upside down like this in yeah. in all directions because I was trying to get air bubbles out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> that was horrible. Well, like oh. I, I had a thread when I had that build build in there. I was, it was a thread ripper with a twenty twenty nine fifty X with uh two vega 64s oh my god talk about yeah. power hog yeah yeah thousand watt power supply didn't die the thousand watt power supply held up it's grand yeah. yeah yeah now if you try and run one of these uh nvidia cards you're gonna blow up your power supply <laughs> one of them oh, like, yeah. six the power is ridiculous yeah. dude i flashed a thousand watt bios onto this 3090 at one point to try it and it was pulling over 700 watts Oh, <laughs> and like the the cooling system it did it but like it, it was fine the temps were fine but my god it was just like i was like if this is where we're headed this is just getting so ridiculous. like the amount of heat it puts out it's over 700 watts yeah. that's just obnoxious flashed it back because it's just too ridiculous mm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. like i am not running this daily uh somebody said how do i, do I have the aperture set i have it all the way out so I don't know what that is. Uh, it's just using the kit lens that came with the camera. I have to buy the I other one. Yeah, we're um, with the um. So I just recently got a new lens for this camera. Actually, the uh, EOS R6. Mm -hmm. I got the 35 millimeter lens because I wanted, as you can see, like right now, my background's really clear. Um, I'm kind of close to my wall. Actually, I can reach back and touch it. Yeah. So I needed like a really uh, a really small f-stop. So I bought one that I could bring way down. 
so that I can have my background be blurry because what I wanted to do, and in fact, I just ordered this. I ordered a neon sign that has my name on it yeah. that I'm going to put like right here. And then what I'm going to get is you get this nice blur effect. You get kind of like the bokeh, uh, gosh and blur type effect right on, on this bright light right behind you. It adds a lot of dynamic range to the video because now you have this behind you that brings your like brightest bright all the way up to like 255 mm -hmm. uh, from the 0 to 255 scale. Your darkest dark, um, which might be the black spot behind you or something, is at a 0. You have a huge dynamic range. You have your name in the in the video. And so... That's that's why it ended up being like a huge expense to do that. But I was like, I really want to up up my uh, video quality this year. I started using music too. Mm. Um, I'm gonna start editing more too, just because I think we're gonna have a resurgence in 2022. Yeah, so do I. yeah, yeah. So I was like, I want to be ready with really high quality video, because if I have some really high quality video, and all of a sudden my videos start getting pushed out to people again, because graphics cards are becoming available. And we got new stuff launching, and all all this good stuff is happening for the industry, and new CPUs and everything. I'm like, if I get, if I'm ready with like really crisp, nice looking video, I could have another explosion maybe mm -hmm. in 2022. Yeah, yeah same. So like, uh, you know, I've got the new camera. I was actually this close to buying uh, an uh, what was it called? The EOS, the Canon, no, the Canon. Uh, m50 mark ii oh yeah i have that one over there too yeah m50 mark ii because but it was like a thousand euro right like like I, Is, like I don't think that one's worth it in my opinion yeah that's what i said it's not worth it because i'm gonna i'm only gonna use it for 1080p it's got 4k so it'd be nice for videos or whatever but it's not really 4k like it's not a full frame sensor camera no well, yeah that's in. the thing like it, once you start spending over a thousand dollars on a camera you're like well, I want a full frame sensor because then I get a higher quality image. And, you know, if I'm getting a full frame sensor, well, I might as well future proof and shoot in 62 because then I can do slow motion shots. And then you're like, OK, that's that's how I ended up with the EOS uh, R6, because I was like the R5 is basically an entry level cinema camera. Mm -hmm. But that's like four or five thousand dollars. This is the same camera, just with a few features removed for twenty five hundred for the body. Mm -hmm. And then you can spend five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars on lenses if you want yeah but i was like so it's 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 kind of like in that spot where you you either should just buy a 1080p 60 camera or you should go all the way yeah because if you go in the middle i feel like you're just not getting the value like it's just it's really expensive and you're still making compromises and when something's really expensive i feel like there really shouldn't be a lot of compromises mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so like i was gonna buy that 4k camera it's like well i'm never gonna use 4k because it's like gimped 4k um so like i was like i'll just buy the a6000 because it's a 1080p and i know a lot of people use it for this um so i went out and looked at that and it was like 600 bucks on amazon shit i was like it was 450 pounds which would have been 600 euro delivered to my door i was like fuck that noise so then i looked around and i found this in ireland used for uh 350 euro with the kit lens a lot of those 500 euro 600 euro prices were just a body so i was like randall i can get started use it and then get a 300 uh, euro lens stick it on it increase the video quality again and then eventually go up to like the the a6300 or whatever and now i have a 4k camera that doesn't crop the 4k uh video um but that's like that's another 
1300 euro but then i'll have the lenses to go onto it right so it's so i can just go by the body rather and then if i really need to i can sell this but if i don't i can stick it on dazzle's side um so just thank you for the five man um how will brexit uh, affect european ireland gpu supply i heard some uh sea border U eu uk controversy recently on northern ireland border crazy yeah and um, the border starts in the sea man um because they we just can't have it in ireland so people work uh in the republic uh and live in northern ireland or vice versa so you can't have a border like how could you do that we've been we've never had we hadn't had a border for so long so could you go back to having a border where you've got border checks and stuff uh you know like a lot of the food in the in the uk in uh, sorry in northern ireland comes from ireland right like so how do you do how do you border check all that stuff so that started with this at the sea um, but in relation to GPs, man, we've had a tough time, Irish people, because we used to buy from the UK. That's where we bought our nearest neighbor, 60, 70, 70 million people. They got a decent supply of GPUs. You'd buy from them. Now you can't. You have to go off and buy from Europe. And European prices are so much more expensive than UK prices were. Like, so much more expensive. Uh, and what you'll find is is that UK prices are actually better than the rest of Europe because they don't have competition now. <laughs> Nobody can buy from them, so... Uh, they're getting probably the same supply, but uh, nobody can buy from them because you buy from them, now you have to pay your own import taxes and your own uh, VAT on top of it. Whereas they used to calculate it all for you and you'd just be like, you pay the pound price and that's what you pay. There's no no exchange really other than that. So yeah, I wish it was, uh, I wish they hadn't left, but they have. So unfortunately. Zen Strata is saying right now your camera looks better than balls to me because Paul's blurry cam. Dude, this is just a C920. It, everything looks bad on stream regardless, but the reason why you're thinking that is because he's just vaping in his room. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like that's why it looks foggy. It's yeah. not his camera at all. Yeah. His camera's much better. When I saw his last video, yeah, no, it blows a C920 out of the water. Yeah. Um what the 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 thing I'm talking about when making your background blurry is you are very crisp in the front. Mm -hmm and whatever you're holding whatever but right behind you you have this blur and it in my opinion when you have a light that's blurred out behind you it adds this really like eye pleasing thing now maybe not everybody likes it but i've done yeah i've done polls on this and in every like a large majority of people agree that having a blurred out light behind you for whatever reason is very pleasing to people's mm -hmm. eyes as long as you are the thing that's in focus yeah if i wasn't vaping here it looks pretty crystal clear like this camera is is baller man it really is it's really good um yeah i was talking probably... to him i was like i want to buy that camera for <laughs> just for streaming <laughs> if i can like find a used one yeah just so that i can um have like the same video quality and, and do 60 because i i honestly guys i hate 30 i hate 30 fps can you talk to chat for just a second i need to turn my heater off it's so hot in here i'll be back yeah, in a second. Sure. one yeah. second yeah but for me um the zen stress says i don't like blur ever yeah honestly man you're in the like definitely in the minority definitely for sure uh, that most most majority of people do really really like if there's something like clearly in, in focus it just adds it makes it look almost more professional in a way um I mean, not always. Blur isn't always a good thing to implement. You don't always need to. But I feel like when you're doing a talking head video, it looks really nice. Yeah. Um, but for me, in terms of like 30 versus 60, I, dude, I hate watching 30 FPS stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, I don't mind when it's like a movie or something. It's fine. You know, mm -hmm. you get used to it. It's fine. But 
and this is a weird thing. I, I feel like I got to go on a rant about this. The movie, the movie industry is still stuck on 24 FPS is better. And the only excuse I've heard for this is because the missing frames, your mind fills in the blanks. And I'm like, that is such a lame excuse. That's like how it, in what scenario, <laughs> what do you mean that like, because there's more information missing, your brain fills it in. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make it better. They say it makes like a dreamy quality to it. And I'm like, if you stylistically, if you want to do that, sure. But the numbers don't lie. <laughs> like 60 FPS just looks better. It just mm. does. I, I feel like 60 FPS is great for watching things. 120 plus is great for doing it. You don't really need more than 60 FPS. I mean, you, sure, if you want to, the more the better, I guess. But um, they say it has like this soap opera effect. And I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think you're just not used to it. Yeah. I, I, it's just new. It's just something you haven't seen before. Like the film industry is too used to 24 FPS. And the, the only reason why 24 FPS was the standard in the film industry, this is the only reason. Don't let anyone lie to you about this. I take it from someone who took a bunch of film classes and stuff and, and, and does videography for a living. The only reason 24 FPS was the standard was because it's deemed the minimum frame rate acceptable to the human brain to perceive fluid motion mm -hmm. that's it that yeah. is the only reason if we had grown up with 60 fps you would prefer it yeah. i guarantee it i guarantee it and for me it's someone who shoots in 60 now all the time when i look at 30 or 24 fps footage i'm like yuck yeah. no thank you like, <laughs> like, have you seen if you seen what i just did i couldn't remember when i was on 60 or 30 and i was like Oh yeah, I'm on I'm on sixty because you can see with my hands. Well, right? streaming is streaming just always looks bad. Yeah, I like, know, but I just you can still yeah. get the same. I can still know whether like by waving my hand because I get more fingers, right? You can you can yeah. like if you're in if you're in a lower frame rate, if you do this, you have way more fingers. <laughs> if you're in a higher, so it's like yeah, um, motion I think just looks a bit jitter. I I like I much prefer sixty. I think they did. I think they should shoot everything in sixty as well um but they're not going to because they you know they like the way things have yeah gone, they like right? the way things are well yeah. and it, it saves on money and stuff too someone said the hobbit looked bad and no it didn't no, it looked way they, better they shot hobbit they have they shot hobbit in 48 i thought yeah. it looked fantastic yeah it looked way better. that's not why the hobbit was bad <laughs> trust me i can go on and on why the hobbit wasn't a very good movie and it had nothing to do with well, with how they might shot be the it. fact that they took a book that was smaller than all of the other books and you know, toward the three films that one of the starting yeah, like miscasting, drawing out a story way too long, adding in things that weren't there, like taking a story that's supposed to be this quaint little adventure and turning it into this like dark adventure. Mm. Like it's just the tone was way out. Dude, there's so many things I can go on, but that's not what this stream is yeah. about. Well, it was a, well, it's the, not that, the film, I'll tell you that much. Well, this is the reason why like, we're talking about these graphics cards. Like, This is why the 6950X is probably going to be a terrible graphics card because it's, it's a cash grab, right? That's what it is, and that's what the Hobbit was. Um, Joss, thank you for the five. Predict your own IQ. Can you beat uh, any game on Legendary? Have you uh, flexed slowdown? Flexes slow down yet? What I don't understand. Reflexes or reflexes. Sorry, Every reflexes reflexes slow down. Um, no, my my APM and strategy games has only gotten higher, so I've gotten faster with age. Um, re re my IQ. Uh, I took an IQ test. I'm not gonna tell people what my IQ was. <laughs> that's don't that's, tell. That's a bit of a flex, right? When you go, oh, my IQ is actually. <laughs> 
whether it's good or bad, it's yeah, just yeah, never a good yeah, idea yeah. to share. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a hundred. Anyway, I'll say that. That's it. I'm not a hundred. I could be lower. I could be higher. Leave it to you guys to guess. Um, like, well, I have fifty idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Uh, is it that that U.S. Uh, comedian's dead now? Is it Dan Carlin? No, it's not Dan. Car- What's his name? Um, mm-hmm. Carlin something. Carlin. Um, yeah and he's, and he's he like he go, yeah. no no he was dead he's dead a while but he was like i think it was like 2007 or 2008 or something but he oh. was like but he was like he was like his one was like remember the average iq is like 100 <laughs> scary thing is like 50 percent of people are lower than that <laughs> 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 yeah that was really yeah funny. yeah yeah but um so we've done all our predictions on this stuff. Uh, it's it's half nine, so I can start taking questions from my Discord. Yeah, I suppose. Kind of I want to rage go. about the sixty nine fifty X though. Okay, you, you <laughs> fire away while I go get these questions. <laughs> I know we kind of t- like touched yeah. on it earlier, yeah. but yeah, George Carlin is saying. Um, George Carlin, that's it. Gosh, the sixty. I'm I'm sorry, but the sixty nine fifty X is just to me. And I I put a thing on on YouTube. <laughs> my IQ says forty seven. It says imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Pryor said that. Yeah, thank you for the five. Uh, no, but um, th- I put a thing on Twitter. I'm I'm a lot more spicy on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But I put a thing on Twitter where I was I was talking about the 6950X, and I was like, this is just AMD proving to me again what a joke the Radeon division is right now. Like mm-hmm. they just. It's like I want to take AMD like Radeon seriously. I want them to be a serious competitor in the GPU market, but they're just not competing at all. And it's stuff like this: doing seven nanometer on a refresh. Like, who does this help? Nobody. Like, this mm-hmm. is it. Just it's just an asinine decision. That it's mm-hmm. like you already are producing the sixty five hundred XT on six nanometer. It yeah. can't be that much harder to produce another one or two cards in six nanometer you know like i know there has to be some changes made to make it happen there but... isn't there isn't completely design compatible there's no design there's no change yeah it's just ridiculous it, it's like i don't know maybe they just didn't negotiate the wafers and it's too late now but it's like this is just such a radeon move like this is just such a classic radeon move it's like you could easily if they did move to six nanometer i guarantee you the 6950x would not only have better supply but would beat the 3090 ti now i'm like i don't know if it will beat the 3090 ti and as stupid as that is because we're talking about single digit digit percentages at this point amd needs a win like Mm -hmm. they need to full-on beat nvidia so that we can have some more competition and more than that they need more supply them them moving some stuff off seven nanometer it could improve their supply now maybe it's it's not going to necessarily solve everything but it's just like it's stuff like this that just like drives me insane with AMD. They they always comes this close to scoring the goal, mm. and then at the last minute they do something. You know, it's just like come on. I will say that that's not confirmed. I I think that confirming that stuff, we'll wait and see. But if it is in true, yeah, we'll wait seven nanometer. I'll, I'll I'll just give my thoughts on that now in a second. But the uh, uh, decoy says with the five Canadian. Uh, thank you, dude. Appreciate that so much, dude. What do you think about dying light leaving out FSR ultra quality mode? What did it do that? It's cause recommendations for to run 900p native over 1080p with FSR on a 1060. What really? If they left out FSR ultra quality, that's a shady move in my yeah. opinion because that's that's just gonna make in- Nvidia's DLSS look even better. Yeah. It's a weird who who made that. It's obviously Dying Light made that decision, um, but yeah, 
I don't know. Um, Joss with the five. Uh, thank you, dude. Uh, what did uh, George Carlin mean when he said, it's a big club and you ain't in it? <laughs> I think, yeah, I'd love to talk about that, man. Um, I think it's beyond the scope of this video, but I'd love to talk about that. Um, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll mention it in a minute. The chat says choo-choo. Uh, but uh, yeah, read the, the seven nanometer stuff. So essentially what it is is if you build a seven nanometer GPU with faster memory, what you're doing is you're going to, they're going to be factory overclocked graphics cards out of the factory. So instead of having a 2200 megahertz game clock, probably gonna have a 2500 megahertz game clock. Cause we just pushed it way too high. Um, yeah, uh, there'll be no overclocking room in those. Yeah. It's, it's going to have, um, no overclocking room, headroom as you say, um, probably just refined silicon cause they got better with the seven nanometer process. So you're going to see these cards they are going to be made in very low volume, and they're essentially just going to be like to push five to ten percent out of these cards rather than f uh, you know with ho much higher power like outrageously higher power taking efficient cards and turning them inefficient cards rather than um you know what they could have done on six nanometer which is getting the 10 to 15 percent improvement in performance while having the, like same, the same power, power. Draw. Yeah. so they could have 10 percent of yeah. the same power in my opinion yeah, yeah um so george carl george is a is, is dead um and it's a big club you ain't invited it's all about um how corporate america operates and how they're all off sipping cocktails and you know robbing you blind and you know you think you've all got you've got the illusion of choice because you can vote which is the biggest fucking joke in the history of mankind <laughs> <laughs> they're they're all bought off by the same fucking people <laughs> like you know what i mean they're all bought and paid for that's what he says they're all bought and paid for a long time ago um yeah so uh you know the, the, i always say it doesn't matter whether you vote red or blue people like to fight the idea is that you all keep fighting because if you all keep fighting you're not noticing unless they take your tv out the back door right <laughs> <laughs> right um Raymond, thank you for the five. Uh, I'm a huge Destiny 2 player, so the biggest news of the week uh, for me was Sony buying Bungie. Any thoughts? Uh, zero thoughts. What does Bungie do? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get that you play Destiny, and I get to you that's really important to me. That's not important at all, and I don't even know what it, what other games Bungie make. Like it's just They don't make any other they're games. In, they're in no name previously made uh, Halo. Yeah, and so, in my opinion... That was a good sell on their part because, yeah, I mean, Destiny might be popular, but mm. I don't. I've tried to play it, and I'm like, mm, like, I don't know. It, like, it's fine. I see why people like it, but I, this isn't this isn't for me. And if this is their only thing they do, like, mm. I guess that was a good sell for them. <laughs> like, I, it just doesn't mean anything to me. I'm yeah. sure they make other games, but like the fact that I know who they no, are. No, they don't. And I only know who they are because they made Halo. <laughs> like, I... Yeah, they right now they they only make Destiny. Mm. That's mm. it. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, uh, oh, Sony bought uh, Crytek. I'm like, oh, so they're going to have Crisis exclusively on their PlayStation. Like, how is that a good thing to me? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. We get to play benchmarks made by Sony rather than benchmarks made by Crytek. Like, it's not, it's not a, yeah, yeah. It's it's a bit of a, um, yeah, um, you now Microsoft buying, um, 
Activision Blizzard, they have lots of titles. They have lots of things that um they used to make that they still own the IP to that they could bring back. There's a lot of stuff there. Like a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. Um that I didn't it's stuff I didn't even realise they made, right? Like that Activision made, right? Like there's lots of stuff there. Right? That's a publisher. That's a big win. Uh Joss Haver. Crisis or uh any hope for a good game? I think all of the crises are decent games. Um, Crisis One is probably the best game out of all, yeah. right? But they're they're all decent games. Like they're all pretty well done first person shooter single player games. I never replayed the multiplayer of them. My my only concern, and this is my concern to basically every studio going forward, is how many people are really still there who made Crisis One? Like, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah, probably very few. Most, especially since they're having layoffs and all that. I remember, or people were leaving or something was going on where a bunch of people ended up leaving the studio. And you, you take a look at any publisher nowadays, whether it be, you know, BioWare or Bungie or any of these companies, they're really not the same company mm-hmm. anymore. It's it, it's probably, if I was to guess, mostly people fresh out of college with very little experience mm-hmm. with, with a few people who, you know, were there at the beginning yeah. trying to still push out this, the same quality product. So for me, the majority of studios nowadays, when, when games get announced that have a name that I know, I go... It could be good, but more than likely, it'll probably be mediocre <laughs> because it'll probably be a lot of DLC, a lot of cash grabbing, a lot of anti-consumer moves because they were bought out by a company that's a public, you know, they have to appease their shareholders and all they care about is money. And probably most of the people don't work there anymore. So I just, for me, most games that get announced nowadays, I'm like, yeah, that might be good. Probably not. <laughs> like... <laughs> We need some new studios, really, is what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. Josh says, with the five, if you had... Thank you, dude. Appreciate that, man. Thank you for all of your fives, Joss. Um, if you had a 30 to 40k mining rig, would you admit on live stream, be honest? Dude, uh, if you had a 30 to $40,000 mining rig... I wouldn't be on YouTube. <laughs> you'd, you'd be <laughs> set pretty good. <laughs> yeah, be, well, I would be on YouTube because I love being on YouTube. But um, Yeah. Yeah. But you, you certainly wouldn't have to worry about the money from YouTube, well, I'll tell I'd, you that much. I'd be doing a mining-centric YouTube channel because that's where the views would be, right? Um, I don't know if that's a good idea. I just <laughs> like, like, a lot it might of, just die real a lot quick. Of, a lot of the kind of 100,000 subscriber YouTube channels, 200,000 subscriber YouTube channels have pivoted that way, and a lot of them have oh. done well out of it, man. A lot of them have done well out of it. Some of them haven't, like, tech deals. But some of them have yeah, like you just slipped that in it like because uh, well, he's just given terrible advice uh, i like the guy i well, like his content constantly. i used to love his, te- his, his his content i used to think it was amazing like big fan like big big fan um love the connection he has with his wife loved his dreams uh loved he always came up with ideas about tech that you wouldn't think about like you know in terms of value and stuff like that like great great guy and then he just he made up his mind that crypto was the future uh and i just don't understand him anymore i can't relate to him anymore and that's i understand like that's that happens sometimes he's gone one way i've gone another way um i think that crypto is a terrible waste and uh, in terms of sorry proof that's just because people are gonna be like what do you mean crypto? yeah proof of work is is a terrible waste of the planet's resources 
and uh, a terrible generation. We're already yeah. doing. Yeah, and a terrible waste yeah. generation machine. And I just think we need to stop fucking up the planet. And I think that that's just adding to fucking up the planet. And um, and I just don't understand how can I agree with a man who thinks that's cool, right? Um, uh, Raymond, thank you for five. To be honest, Paul, you love StarCraft on uh, MS buying Blizzard is important to you. I get that. If uh, Game Pass brings World of Warcraft without sub fee, I would play again. Exactly. Like To me, it's like bringing back dead genres that just weren't going to be alive anymore. Like StarCraft's dead now. Activision had no intent. Because how do you monetize an RTS? You can't, right? You monetize it by like selling a, a cosmetic items maybe in-game. But, yeah. yeah, but other than that, you can't make the big books that you can make on other games. So they were just done with that game. Um, and, you know... To me, it's like you can they'll bring it back because Game Pass is another access to revenue that, you know, maybe they might make a new car, a new game again. And and that to me is exciting. I love that Diablo, um, which we already knew they were making a new one anyway, but I was like, they're going to fuck that up. Um, well, Microsoft's just a more ethical company and they see the long term strategy of, of bringing beloved titles to, to gamers mm-hmm. like they're they're actually a smart company <laughs> like phil spencer knows what he's doing and he, he's an ethical guy and he's smart mm-hmm. as far as i'm aware <laughs> you never know but as far as i can tell it, he's the type of guy who would bring something back like that because mm-hmm. you'd see the long-term strategy of doing it. uh technus connor says he only talks about paying off your cards with casual mining how to get in no more no no he shills crypto uh oh, yeah over on twitter all yeah, the time he shills crypto cards um he, he tells you to stake your cu- currency with them um what they will do just just to tell you stake in your crypto with them they'll probably sell your crypto turn it into usd um, this is probably what's going to happen. I don't know for definite. Um, and then, like, if you ever need to do transactions, they'll use that. They'll keep, like, 10%, 15% of liquidity there for them. And then if the fucking whole thing goes to shit, they know that. And then they'll just go, oh, went to shit. Huh? We only owe you 10% or 15% of the liquidity back. He shills that stuff. Um, he uh, he told you to buy a, 28, a 3090 at $2,100. Uh, in what world, like what, like after tax and stuff, right? Because people don't talk about this, right? After tax, electricity and stuff like that. Um, I can't open a calculator for some reason. Wait, I can now. It's opening. Um, I just want to just do. So this is he said this at the start of last year. Was it no, no midway through last year. Um, so let's say you're making f- f- five bucks a day after tax and electricity and everything else times thirty. So you make it 150 times what? Like, what's it going to take to pay that off? Let's say, let's just say 12 months because I want to say what you get in a year. You'll make 1,800 bucks in a year. So basically, he's telling you that in a year's time, uh, you'll have paid off. Like, but that means that you can't game on that card. You have to 100% yeah, you mine can't use it at all. 24-7. Yeah. You have to put extra miles on your card. Like, it doesn't work that way. So you, no. so you cut your revenue in half, and then you cut it thirty uh, percent off of that because of tax, and then you take off an additional. No, no, I already took and, the tax and, off because it was about ten dollars okay. a day at the height, twelve dollars, whatever. Yeah. So I took it. You know, I took electricity off, which probably bring it down to ten dollars a day, and then halved it off in tax. 
Um, yeah, he and and not only that, like he made like the thirty. He said the thirty seventy can't do fourteen forty p ultra wide, but yeah, yeah he I, said I, the twenty eighty ti could. So how yeah, can you I, say? I, I watched a little bit of him a couple of times in the past, but dude, recently it's been like unhinged advice. Like I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what world are you living in? He's telling people that you need to buy a. At twelve seven hundred k, if you're building a new system, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? And, and his excuse yeah. is, please well, click on this replace... link. Uh, please click on this as Amazon affiliate yeah, link below. Yeah, click on this Amazon affiliate link. But his excuse was, um, the twelve six hundred k six cores isn't good enough. Which, first of all, that's just not based in reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and second of all, like this is coming. I I have a twelve nine hundred k, but if you gave me a twelve six hundred k, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. I chose to buy the twelve nine hundred k, which this isn't even the one that Intel sent me. I just bought this with my own money because mm. I just wanted to build the fastest system. There's mm. no reason. You don't need it. Yeah. Even for video editing, you don't need it. Yeah. I did everything you could possibly want to do on a 12600K. It's just not based in reality. Yeah. And so to tell people to go out there and stretch their budgets way beyond what they should be doing to get an extra two cores that do absolutely nothing for them, absolutely nothing. And by the time it does do something, you could just go around, flip your CPU, and buy another new six core for probably a lot less money and in some cases even slap it on the same board depending on how many generations it's been it's just completely asinine advice he's constantly giving uh, it saying that you know you can't game on four cores anymore i mean would i recommend you get into four core gaming not necessarily but you can do it it's fine like if you have a fast enough four core it gets the job done yeah it, it's just this really elitist attitude been coming from him recently just giving people terrible advice telling up trying to upsell them on everything uh recently was talking about on twitter what a great deal a 1200 6800 xt i was like have you lost your damn mm-hmm. mind dude the 6800 xt is supposed to be a 650 dollars graphics card we're talking nearly two times the price now i'm not saying that you're going to get a 6800 xt aib card for 650 dollars but when you're telling people to go out there and spend nearly two times the msrp in trying to you know say that it's a great deal like and then you, I, I can't remember if he was doing this or not, but it wouldn't surprise me if there's an Amazon affiliate link to it. It's just like, you know, what what game are we playing here? I mean, this stuff, this sort of stuff pisses me off because not only are you giving people bad advice, you're literally hurting the industry in which we do business yeah, in yeah. by telling people to waste their money on something that's two times what it should cost. Mm-hmm. You're seriously act like you have an actual following. You are convincing people to harm the industry in which we do business in mm-hmm. and harm themselves by making bad financial decisions. It's like, I'm, you know, I don't necessarily like if I saw 6800 XT at $700, I'd be like, jump on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not an MSRP, but it's an AIB card or whatever. Even $800, I'd be like, you know what? I'd go for it. Yeah. But there comes a point where if, if you have to even ask yourself, like, is this a good deal or not? Maybe don't be giving people yeah. advice. Like, if, if you're questioning yourself, like, maybe I would buy that. Like, with the 6600, I'm like, 450 bucks you know i almost would buy that but mm. that's not good enough for me to go out and tell people go buy this it's mm. over what it should cost yeah. like well, by a huge more exactly what is, I, I retweeted that ridiculous. and i said maybe like and he actually answered me on twitter like and do you know what like I, I, if he does watch this and i know he didn't because he was giving out about people not watching his video and i did a video on him talking about how how wrong he was about 3070 uh, and which in in that video I talked about the fact it was ultra wide and he just basically uh, d- dismissed my my arguments because he was t- talking about ultra wide and I said that in the video that I was talking and it, so clearly he didn't watch my video 
and I was like, well, clearly you didn't watch my video, mate, and you always give out about other people watching your video and then making an argument. Well, I watched your... So, um, you know, this is this is, this is is the inherent problem. And I retweeted that $1,200, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1,800 XT, and I was like, I was like, well, their mining's gone to shit, and it's not worth anything for mining. Uh, so maybe they're just rotting on shells because... You know, people don't think Who the hell that wants it, to pay yeah, twice yeah. the price for something that has no other function other yeah. than playing games. Yeah, exactly. Like it's maybe, not even the. It was this isn't a sixty nine hundred XT. You're not even getting the best. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 it, it like you can get like if, 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 argument's sake you can get that's that that sixty nine hundred XT the Red Devil right the big ba bad boy uh, cost the guy who uh, bought it to swap me for my thirty eighty. So a guy bought it to swap me for my thirty eighty. Um, uh, it cost him fourteen hundred euro. Uh, so I so see, I see, um, sixty nine hundred XTs in in the US pretty regularly on sale for fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Now it's not always; it's always available. It's fifteen hundred. Yeah. Find them for fourteen hundred pretty yeah. frequently. For me, thirteen hundred dollars, I'd actually consider buying one because mm -hmm. it's AIB. You might be getting something that you weren't going to get with the re reference card. Yeah. And at that price, it's pretty competitive with the thirty ninety. Like if you just want the fastest fourteen forty p card, it. It's it's probably more than it should be, but it's 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 worth considering at that yeah. price. But to tell someone like at, at the same time that you can see a fourteen hundred dollars sixty nine hundred XT telling people to buy a twelve hundred, what, what are you smoking? Like what? No, it's just terrible advice. Good advice is to say that as long as you're as long as you're not mining, which I don't think you should be doing because I think it's ruining the planet. But if you have to, you have to. But I would say, as long as you're not mining, uh paying these exorbitant prices you're probably if you can get away with whatever you have do not buy any graphics card at all and wait until prices recover because paying these exorbitant prices is only going to hurt you your wallet and the industry in the long run that's my especially, advice it's been the same especially since. considering it's like what almost two years since these cards are launched mm -hmm. like we're talking like a year and a half since launch like you really want to pay twice the msrp a year and a half after launch as there's a large amount of concern over what's going to happen with stocks and crypto and all this other stuff and demand for products, it just seems like the absolute worst time to buy something. Like, mm -hmm. worst time you could possibly ever imagine to yeah. buy graphic cards right now. Yeah. And, you know, we could be wrong. Maybe it ends up that they get more expensive somehow. Seems mm -hmm. unlikely, but anything's possible. But to be giving people advice like buy, buy, buy at two times the price. It's like, dude, you've lost your damn mind. Like you have completely lost grip of reality. It's just, I don't think he has. So I don't think elitist. he has. I don't think he has. I think what's happened is he's drank the Kool-Aid. I think he's just in on that now. I think he is a to the moon boy, right? He thinks it's never going to end. Yeah. He thinks it's never going to stop gaining in value. He thinks that there's no end to crypto in sight. And he's just become a moon boy. And that's fine. I can see how people become moon boys. Um, but that's why your videos, we used to get a, a 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 views a, a, a video. And now they get 16,000 views because of the fact that you've gone down that path. And you need to accept that and own up on that and realize that that is, is the reason why. Jensen, by the way, dude, I'm going to make you a mod. Just Jensen, how do I add mod? Well, there you go. And I don't know. It just seems like all this advice that I've been seeing recently has just been like incredibly elitist. And like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to build the fastest computer doing this and that. You do mm -hmm. whatever you want. If you got the extra free cash, that's yeah. hey, you know, more power to you. But 
it's just like the talking down and that this isn't good enough. And like, yeah, the 3070 isn't good enough. And a six core isn't good enough. And it's like, dude, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. It's like the 3070 is in a fantastic 1440p card. And with DLSS, you can even get some 4k done with it. If, if need be, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, and six cores, there's no need for more than that right now. If you want it, you get a few extra percentage points, you know, two to five or even maybe even 10%, depending on the CPU generation. Hey, why not? You know, if that's what you're after is the, the most frames you can possibly get, hell, why not? But mm -hmm. just like this, this idea that it's, you know, you, you're some, it just comes off as like, you're a lowly pleb and you, it's not good enough. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. this is, this, these are the vibes I've been getting. Yeah, I completely agree, and I think we should top top stop shitting on them now. But, <laughs> yeah, but I I completely agree to the, to that I, 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 everything you said. I think yeah, one hundred percent. He's just hurting himself, and he's to the moon now. And that's just uh, Paul. You have to say buy AIB direct. Uh, be honest. Uh, 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 sorry, BD houses are attempting to bring prices down from uh, cartel and monopoly consumers uh, discriminatory prices to economic prices levels that are 4.5 to 6 times GBA prices to AIB. So he's basically, like this is Mike's uh, argument is that you buy direct from AIBs, right? But the AIB prices are overinflated as well. Like they're ridiculously overinflated. I can't buy direct from AIBs, but I don't have a website here. Can't can't buy stuff you from here. You can't really do that yeah. unless you're doing volume. Well, like EVGA and stuff does that. Where do I buy? Like, this is what I ask Mike. You tell me where I buy from an AIB and I'll buy from an AIB. I just, I just can't. But he's saying like, this is well, the part. Yeah, of the even EVGA, they're like asking like $1,400 for a 3080 12 gigabyte or something. Like, it's mm. not a deal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's mm -hmm. not, in no world is that a deal. Yeah. Um, Mike's uh, argument is that youtubers are in on the deal youtubers are in, in on the scam because uh some. like not all of them but some because they they put affiliate links in their videos so therefore they stand to make more money from higher prices uh, and i completely agree with that there are people out there who will just say it's a nice pr i i've said this before even before the inflated prices there are people who will recommend products like the 3090 because it suits them to recommend it because they know that there's an affiliate link in the end of the video and rather than making uh you know five percent of of seven dollars of, of seven hundred dollars they're making five percent of fifteen hundred dollars which is a lot more fucking money right and it, it, to me that's unethical and that's why i don't do amazon affiliate links uh and if i ever did do any amazon affiliate links, i'm never going to turn do you do them yeah i got i got amazon affiliate yeah. links but I, I i just like put usually my like what's in my pc in the description mm -hmm. and i don't really make a lot of money off yeah. of it now if i'm if i was doing a review or something you might as well throw them in there because if you're reviewing something and you happen to recommend it you might as well make money off of you know it's just an extra revenue stream mm -hmm. you should it, diversify your income as much as possible on youtube but if if that's your driving factor to create a video, it, it's gonna distort the message of the video. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mike says write them a letter <laughs> to buy a new graphics card. I don't want. Oh yeah, yeah, that's not gonna work. <laughs> no. I don't know whether I'll tr I'll try it, man. I'll try it and see what to say. Um, but like I like I like you, Mike. You give fantastic. Uh, he Mike basically um kind of. It knows all the ins and outs of markets and what how much volume is being moved inside and outside of the the you know the supply chains and stuff like that he's a he's he's a sound mind on that 
Um, I'll try to write them a letter and tell them I want a, a thirty ninety for fifteen hundred bucks. See what they say. Um, I don't think they'll say. Yeah, they'll, yeah you can have one. I, I think they'll, they'll say, just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I think they'll say it's three hundred three thousand. Um, if they write back to me at all. Um, but I'll try it. See what happens. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna get to these questions. I don't have that many. Um. Yeah, let me check. I actually asked questions this time for the first time. Oh, ever. did you? Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, this is this one is uh, from Nathan. Is it worth trying to find a cheap LGA seventeen hundred board and a twelve one hundred to see if it makes makes the sixty five hundred XT a good card? So basically, Nathan no. bought a sixty five hundred XT, and the whole thing is you know it doesn't have an encoder decode. So if you buy a CPU with a with a I heard 6500 XT and went, no. <laughs> <laughs> when he has one, he owns one, so we can't do anything about that now, Nathan, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but basically his whole argument is like, um, if I buy the, yeah, one, if you want to do that, like how much uh, can you, uh, how much can you, can you sell your current stuff for? Try buy the 12400 though, don't buy the, the, the 12100 because i think you've got a six core right you don't want to go down in cores so just see how much your stuff is going for in the used market like i've got a 12600k over there and here's why i said yes to buy it is because i know that i can sell this for the same price i bought that for in euro so i can buy so i bought that for for let's say 450 dollars off chris and 12600k motherboard right and i know i can sell this for 450 euro 10 a50k and motherboard right so i said yes to that because i knew i could i basically got a free upgrade and made some money on the exchange right right is essentially what happened there um, yeah but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't do it unless uh nathan says he has a 3700x man that's a massive downgrade try and get a 12400 at least at least you'll get a faster gaming cpu you won't get a f faster productivity cpu man i'll be completely honest with you if i had just purchased a 6500 XT and I'm I'm being completely honest. I would actually like if I found myself needing the encoder, I would actually return it. Yeah. And buy a secondhand RX 580. Mm -hmm. Like actually. Like that that's I would actually do that and I would recommend anyone do that. Or here's what you do Nathan since you bought it for MSRP and um, he bought it for 199. So what I'd do is buy a an RX 580 for like 250 bucks a 4 gigabyte version. And then sell that for two eighty because that's what they're going for on, on eBay. Make Basically make the trade. Yeah, well, don't do yeah. don't do eBay because you got to pay all the fees and stuff. Put it on Craigslist for two for three hundred. You'll make two eighty on it. Uh, Jordan uh, Barnett, thank you for the ten, dude. Uh, I got I got to get a new GPU now. Can't wait because I need it for work computer. What would you suggest I get? Ideally, I'd like to wait until the end of uh, the year. So. So a stopgap solution, uh, buy a used okay. GPU. I think. Yeah, you could you could definitely go used. I mean, it depends on what your idea of stopgap is. I mean, if your idea of stopgap is like the absolute bare minimum you can get by with. Um, for me these days, that is kind of like RX five seventy level. Like th those are four gigabytes that's on the edge. You know, like you're really struggling to run new games, uh, even at low settings. Because um, you, you bump the textures up, and then all of a sudden, yeah, for work it depends see that's the thing though because i was gonna say but because you said work um i would say arcs 580 or if your idea is more performance maybe 6600 because new they're not horrendous it's still too expensive but 1063 gigabyte that kind of but yeah if you need an nvidia card for whatever specific work you're doing 
I, I've been saying for a long time, you, ha- you hit it right in the nail right on the head. 1063 gigabyte, if you're mainly doing work applications, it'll get you all those NVIDIA features, and they're probably some of the cheapest secondhand cards you can find right now. Yeah. So you could definitely do that because yeah. you can't really mine on them because it's three gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Mike says, Paul, thanks for uh, con- cultivating and for fostering awareness of the market realities. Man, I, I, that's why when you said that to me in my last video, you were like, YouTubers are in the game. I thought you were taking a plug at me. And I was like, I, don't, I feel bad about that because like, I completely agreed with what you said. I was, I was on board with that. I've said that in multiple videos that beware of people who have Amazon affiliate links talking about 3090s as good cards because, yeah. you, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not great advice. Um hard run box did a great video on uh on this today basically going right uh at murzaz dead and zach tech turf destroying their uh settings argument go watch no i've seen it man yeah as yeah. always yeah completely destroying that argument it's just as i don't know what it is but um i think it was the rise and launch it, it it started it created a lot of AMD apologists. Like they, they always existed. And look, man, I, I love a good underdog story as much as the next guy. I'd love to see AMD come a, come up and smack NVIDIA around and come up with these products to put them in their place and put prices back to normal. But they just don't seem interested in doing that. Like AMD is just not your friend. Mm-hmm. They they were being nice guys when they did Ryzen because they had to. It's mm-hmm. not because they wanted to. The second they had the chance, they started raising their prices. Mm-hmm. And now they have worse prices than Intel. They don't even service markets than Intel does now. So it just goes to show you, like, if you're someone who's rooting for Team AMD, you got to stop. Like, th- there are no teams that are on your side. Now, look, right Root now. Root your wallet. Yeah, right now, Intel is being the most pro-consumer company right now. But chances are, the second they get a chance, they'll go right back to charging as much mm-hmm. as they can and giving you as little as possible. Like mm-hmm. these companies are not out to make you feel good or to or to have your back. Like they are out to extract as much money as humanly possible doing as little work and as little cost on their side. That is the entire idea of their business. So for whatever reason, people got the idea around Ryzen that somehow AMD's your friend. They're <laughs> like they love you. The AMD loves you and they want to give you things for free. They absolutely don't. And in some cases, they can be even more nefarious than other similar companies that like nobody's better. That's just the point. So there I've found like whole channels dedicated around apologizing for Nvidia con or for AMD constantly. Uh, it's become this whole it, it's, you find like threads on reddit and stuff of people mm. just looking for excuses for cards over on twitter finding every single excuse they can possibly think of to uh, do mental gymnastics to explain why the 6500 xt is so great it's not great it sucks um they're just trying to take advantage of you they're taking advantage of the desperate all it is is trying to cash grab as much as they can and if someone's looking to make excuses for them you should really take a second like a real hard look at their channel and go why are they doing this because they're not doing it for you. You like, triggered them. Nobody's doing it for you. You triggered them. You triggered them. You set them off. You talk about the 6500 XD, you're going to get <laughs> an awful reaction from Connor. Uh, Just thank you for the five. Uh, Intel. Oh, you go back to. Oh, sorry, I've got it down here. Uh, Intel card release date predictions. Will MSRP exist? Uh, new uh, uh, NBD, NBW Doug Boy. Uh, a doge is a doge what, what, i don't know uh, new pre- doughboy new doughboy nbw doughboy yeah new, new, new doughboy uh uh, uh preach, preach brother brother connor, connor with the extra preach. n uh preach <laughs> i totally agree 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you for the two, dude. Uh, oh, I just want to get back to things. So I'm going to do a good, quick, quick uh, prediction uh, for Intel. Q2, too late. Uh, MSRP will be very competitive, um, but too late is what I say. Uh, June, July-ish. Yeah, like you, what you say. I don't think it'll be July. I think it'll be Q2. I think it'll be end of Q2. Um, I know for fa- as I said, I know for a fact they're giving them out to, uh, you know, uh, uh, houses, like software houses that are working on developing software for them, make sure their their games work on them, so on and so forth. I know they're doing that right now, so that's a, a, a phase of testing that they'll have to go through uh, to get all their XCSS implemented and all, Im- implemented and stuff like that. So it's going to take a while for this stuff to, to, to come to fruition. It's the first GPU ever. You would expect uh, all of that stuff to be done uh, mid last year. Um, <laughs> you know, st- to, to be sent out mid last year for to have good three months to get at work in it, to get it out in this cute quarter, it's not going to happen. And it's probably going to be a laptop ramp realistically with, with desktop somewhere there as well. Yeah, for me, um, there was originally talk of Q1 this year, but it's just like, we would have heard something. They, they said the, it. The fact, they said it. They fucking yeah. said it. Not, not. They said it. Yeah. Right? If, if there was desktop stuff coming in March, you would be hearing stuff right now. There would be a lot of leaks. And yes, we're seeing pictures of engineering samples and stuff. No, I'm talking about. You'd be seeing a lot of performance numbers. Mm-hmm. Intel would be talking about desktop. Mm-hmm. We don't have any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's just no way it's landing in Q1 at this point. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, maybe in the first month or two of Q2. Um, we could be talking the last month of Q3. Yeah, yeah. I don't think... Or sorry, Q2, I mean. Yeah. I, we could I, be talking the last month of Q2. Yeah. It's, it's, it is going to be a little too late, but if they do their, if, if they play their cards right and they get it out quick and they can get it out on like the first month of Q2 or, or like early in the second month of Q2, if, if they play their cards right and the GPU, um, issue still hasn't fully resolved itself it might still be a good launch for them but they gotta really get this stuff out uh, I, I, I love this like pompey says do you really answer questions i ha- don't know where to find the questions you've answered on the techonomics podcast i've answered your question pompey there you go <laughs> uh, if you're there you got your question answered like i i don't I don't understand the. I always every every week we I go through. I nearly answered all of them. The only time I didn't was when we had um, uh, Brian on from Tech yeah City. Like that thing went on so long, like it was forty five minutes late when we started getting the questions. So I didn't. I got like three questions, and Chris had to ask questions as well. So I got like three questions in. And I was like, oh, boys, I have to go to bed. It's like three two in the morning. <laughs> yeah yeah um and then uh sorry just gotta go to nathan again do you think um amd is gonna make the full audio 3 die set gamer set a gaming gaming card or a radeon 7 type card i like the name radeon 8 so he's talking about will there be a radeon 8 no it's gonna be a gaming card but it's they're gonna mark mm-hmm. it as not for you right they're, they're totally gonna do that if they're gonna go for for the moon prices uh you know what I mean? They they're gonna go for the right. They have to, right? Yeah, they're they're gonna be as minimally competitive as possible. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna push the price as high as they possibly can, so that you might consider Nvidia instead. 
<laughs> that's a, that's what that's what I think. They'll push like at least two thousand dollars. I'd be shocked if they don't. Like if they pull if they pull this thing out at like fifteen hundred or thirteen hundred dollars, I'd be like, oh my god. Like yeah, Nvidia's gonna have a real hard time competing with this now. Like that's actually competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I uh, war tom totems sorry war totem says paul uh you had a chance to mess around with uh that 12600k yet i know you were busy it was actually an incentive for me to 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 mess around with that i want to sell my current existing cpu but it involves me migrating to windows 11 which is a pain in the backside so um yeah i wanted to do it this week but my wife got did you hear we all got rona this week oh yeah yeah you were talking about that last time yeah, so we all got Rona, but I didn't get sick. Uh, my daughter had a runny nose. My son had a cough and a runny nose, but he was like, he's only seven. Is he? He's nearly eight weeks old. So um, he had a runny nose and a bit of a cough, but like nothing outrageous. And um, what was weird is like they, we, we all tested negative on those antigen tests. Even my wife, who was constantly throwing up, had fevers, aches, chills, pains. The whole works testing negative on the antigen test, but my daughter tested positive, so clearly that's what my wife had because it was all it was in her preschool, it was in my in my daughter's preschool. Uh, the teacher had it, loads of the kids in the cl- class had it. Yeah, you know what I mean, so we definitely had it, but I didn't get sick at all. Um, but I had to deal with the kid, with the kids, the two kids by myself. My wife couldn't do anything. She, lo- I think she lost. We lost. We had an appointment. My son has a heart murmur. It's not very, like I was worried about it when he was in vitro because they could hear it on the machine we were worried but when he came out it's just a heart murmur it's not a big thing um but he had an appointment uh and we all we thought it was friday we thought it was thursday and my wife showed up on friday thinking it was thursday because we'd lost a day that's how fucking tired we'd literally lost a day the two of us combined but luckily they looked after him and, and checked him out and stuff and he's fine so um yeah uh so if do you have any questions from your side i don't think i even hold on uh let me see i might have one yeah (laughs) they seem to have somehow gotten confused (laughs) they seem to have somehow gotten confused and are asking how they ask questions What do you mean? They got, I, I don't. They got confused. I, I don't understand either. They're like, "Where do I ask questions?" And I'm like, "In the questions, like in the chat, like mm-hmm. where where I just posted this." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess no questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, is like it's basically comparable to cold. Tell that to me, wife Jensen. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I I didn't even get a cold. I got nothing. I got a pain in my back. And my shoulders for like a couple of hours. I was like, "Ooh, that's," and I was like, "Maybe I'm gonna get sick." And then I never got sick. Uh, yeah, it didn't. really depends on who you are. I don't know. If, I, I'm pretty sure I got it at some point, and I, for whatever reason, just felt really tired for two weeks, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, thank you for the two. Paul, you're live. Thanks, dude. Appreciate that. Um, dude one nine six nine says off topic. Paul, did you enjoy the book of Boba Fett latest episode? Being Star Wars fan that you are, um, I haven't had a chance to watch any of it. Um, what I usually do is I'm I I don't um I am I have a Disney Plus subscription, but I don't watch any episodes till the whole thing's out because 
I not barely, a bad idea. I rarely get a chance to watch things. So I don't want to know anything. I don't want to know. And you fuckers in chat are going to wreck my head now. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Yeah. I'll tell you this much, though. Like, first three or four episodes or whatever are meh. They're fine. But the last two, and especially last one, very good. Is it finished yet? Is it? Is it all? No, yeah. one more. One more left, next week. Mm. So I've been watching. and I'm like, those last two. I'll say is like the last one I watched. I was like, this is what we could have had in the sequels. Mm. This is what we could have had, but we didn't. We got that abomination. <laughs> uh. People, people your age, Gunner, are usually very defensible of the sequels. Like they're very. Like, you know, a lot of people kind of, what age are you now? You're. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be turning 25 this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're, t- you're like people in their twenties are kind of like, you know, the sequels are bad. They're all right. Or they're really good or whatever I find. Um, and then it's like people in their thirties are like, what are you talking about? They're fucking outrageous. Right. Uh, you know, 30s, yeah, 40s, everyone, 50s. I like all my friends too. They're all like, that was horrible. I mean, yeah. it it's, it's an abomination. Like it's so bad. Like the CG is good and a few of the actors are good but it's one of those are like not only did you make an unsatisfying movie but what makes this really bad the sequel movies is that a you didn't have a clear storyline and b you didn't know how to create good characters so instead of writing good characters you just basically crapped all over the old characters to make them see seem worse Mm-hmm. Which is basically the worst, laziest writing you can possibly do yeah. to yeah. try and make your new characters seem good, which they weren't very likable or relatable. It, they just were awful. It, how, it's just. How do you go from Avengers where everything makes sense and there's always kind of a little bit of a, like, you know, they give you something and then it pays off in the end? How do you go to that kind yeah. of writing, right? To taking a billion dollar front. Like every one of those movies made a billion at the like you go back look at the even the even the the prequel series they did a billion each one of them right and then the first one did a billion the second one did 800 million the the, the this is this the sequel movies and the next one did 500 million or something weird right because it didn't do well so you, you look at those ones and they all did they all they, like how do you not put the time in to know that you have to pay have to pay there how do you how do you treat luke the way they treated luke how that was that was how? just disgusting yeah so if you're if you're a fan of the original trilogy i think you are going to really enjoy the last episode because it it's 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 really refreshing to see how they treat some characters that the that were so horribly mistreated mm. and miss like the script was so bad in the in the sequel dude the sequel trilogy is so bad because like I mentioned, not only are they not very good movies, like the movies themselves, if it was a standalone series, mm-hmm. okay. Like, not very good. Like a f- five out of ten, which for a multi-billion-dollar you know, billion dollar franchise is embarrassing. Um, but when you combine them with the movies that came before them, mm-hmm. what makes them really bad is they actually make the movies that came before them irrelevant mm-hmm. by ruining, breaking all of the rules and, and ruining previous characters. That's what make these movies so bad. Not only are they not a very good movie, they ruin the movies that come before them. So for me and everyone I know, we basically treat them as this is like an, a different universe story. This is not canon. Like this is, it's just like a fan fiction thing that somehow 
ended up on the movie screen. And if if you can watch it as like a fan fiction Elseworlds story film, it's like that eh, was okay. <laughs> yeah, it was it was yeah, it was like even the last movie that uh Ryan was it Ryan Johnson? The guy. No, I think um JJ Abrams, Abrams came sorry, back. JJ Abrams, sorry, sorry, that's what I meant to say. I just could get too confused because I'm not a big name person. Um, but uh, I I'm terrible with names, like actors' names. I we do crosswords every year. You ask me a science question, I'm on it. You ask me a World War Two question, I'm on it. You ask me, but like you talk about the, asking me a name of a World War Two person, I'm I, I've lost you. I don't, it's gone, right? Yeah. So it's like I'm just terrible with names. But uh, yeah, JJ uh, Abrams just had to repair all the damage done before him, and that fucked the movie. I think. I think that's the problem. Like he had a plan, and I think it fucked. Like he. he... Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, even JJ Abrams' original plan, from what I can gather, wasn't gonna be very good. Like it, it, it might have been a little better. It would have been more cohesive as a trilogy. But I don't think it would have been a very good trilogy still. Like, you start out... Like, look, man. We had a Death Star in Episode 5. A Death Star in Episode 6 that's even bigger. And then now we're getting another Death Star in Episode 7. Like, can mm. we be any less original? Yeah. Like, it can enough of the goddamn Death Stars, like, yeah, for Christ's sake. Death stars. Yeah, this time it's the size of a planet, so it's scary. And then, and then in the last the one that jj abrams made it wasn't a death star the size of a planet it was like a thousand death stars like yeah yeah enough like can you come shit. up with an original thought like, <laughs> like, i think it would have been like all they had to do was like keep snoke alive right snoke turns out to be like palpatine's master right he was alive yeah. all along and then keep luke alive and luke fights him at the end ray fights uh could have been a lot more satisfying yeah and that would have been just a better story full stop that's how you come full circle you go there and you you, they beat the shit out of each other fun stop full 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 ending i don't even mind the the multiple death stars you just get to the end it's great you give luke a a win well i think i think a bigger problem was that makes these so so unsatisfying these films so unsatisfying is is the deconstruction of your heroes basically yeah. saying your heroes are villains now and the worst part about it the worst part about it is here we have our heroes like Luke Skywalker who went through all of this all these tragedies and all these hardships to in doing the right thing at the at such great cost to finally in the end get the reward of having the empire defeated and having him and his friends being able to live out the rest of their days. So then when you rip that away and say, Nope, it amounted to nothing. Here's a new empire. It's very unsatisfying for the viewer because it's depressing because it gives the idea of there's nothing you can do to change the course of history. It's just going to be garbage no matter what you do. And those are all villains. And it's, it's like, this is not, a good way to tell a story this is really unsatisfying mm-hmm. yeah mark <laughs> mark is like i'm i'm paul is calm baked no man i'm getting a bit drunk now i'm not gonna lie to you i've been drinking right it's like it's <laughs> yeah. saturday night it's a saturday night it's 10 o'clock at night I've, I've been drinking normally we wrapped up by now but me and connor we never seem to want to stop talking um yeah. once you get me on the star wars sequel yeah. trilogy that's yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna do the last question 
Um, you obviously don't have questions because people don't even know where to put questions or what you. <laughs> yeah, they somehow get confused. Uh, yeah, uh, relativist says, uh, Paul, did you propose? Did you uh, purposely put all uh, all the innuendos in your sixty nine fifty XT video? That's a mouthful, right? <laughs> if so, do you uh, more do more of that at least? Uh, we can be entertained while we can't buy cards we really want uh for now yeah i know man i want you to be able to buy cards too sad i want you to be, from a purely selfish perspective i want you to be able to buy cards because if you could buy cards you, people get excited again i'll see people who i haven't seen in six months come out of the woodwork and start interacting with me on my com in my comment section on my videos again like that will happen uh and and that's what i really want to see happen because I want to, I, I, it's going to sound really fucked up, but I want to, I want to try and change the industry. I want to try and make a change and I can only make a change if I get a bigger audience and I can't, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't talk about this stuff. You only talk about the stuff uh, to like 30,000 people. What's that? What good does that do to you? You do the same kind of, you talk to 80,000 people. Like that's much bigger than me, but it's not, it's not going to make a change. It's make a change if you have a million subscribers. Yeah. It'll do something. You're, you're, you'll get on more headlines and stuff like that. But I can't... And I can't do that while YouTube, this overarching thing, is saying... And, and it's not only YouTube's fault. It's my fault as well. Because my content has been down... When you're sad and your views aren't good, you're going to be negative in the videos. You're not going to be as hyped. You're not going to be the same person that you normally are. Um, You know... Uh, but YouTube has clearly, clearly said that tech news or tech stuff doesn't get as much views anymore. So we're not going to recommend that to the normal viewers. We recommend them something else instead because all we care about is only a certain amount of eyeballs and we can only put a certain amount of content in front of those people. And those people don't care about this stuff anymore. So we're not even going to recommend it anymore. Right? And and what we're, we're the audience we're playing for is just the left the leftovers, the people who are hold, hold, like you guys who are like you you were you were the same as us you're like hoping that things will change right yeah it's <clears throat> it, it got really rough in 2021 like real bad Ooh. um at least there's some amount of hope now <laughs> but like near near the second half of 2021 i was just like guys like if you're thinking 2021 you're getting cards like it, i i i'd love to sit here and you know blow smoke up your butt and tell you that you are but because I'm sure it would lead to more you views. You can say blow, right? up, just... blow smoke up your arse. You're allowed to say that here, man. It's cool. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, this is my channel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it would lead to more views. I'm sure it would. But yeah. I'm just not going to sit here and lie. Like, I, at one point, I literally told my audience, I said, guys, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Like, yeah. you're not getting cards at MSRP in 2021. I've looked at how things are going. Uh, I mean, it's just going to get worse. Now, in 2022, we can reconvene, basically, and start talking about this again. You know, mm -hmm. Q1 2022, I think you'll start to see some changes. But yeah. until that, and so so the second half of 2021 was really rough because you're scraping, you're trying to find videos that you think other people will enjoy um, with an ever-diminishing audience because YouTube's seeing it, and they're going, well, you're getting less uh, clicks per vi video, so we're going to hit you double hard and stop recommending it to to those same people anymore um except for the people who look in their subscription feed mm -hmm. which bizarrely is less and less at each year um and, and you have to add on top of that everyone's using ad block now too yeah. so you, you're getting about half the revenue that you used to mm -hmm. on that so 
yeah, 2021 for, for tech YouTube was rough. I saw a lot of people completely drop off, mm -hmm. uh, just completely stop making videos, like go get just like nine to five jobs and leave. Yeah. Like, it, dude, 2021 was a rough year for tech. Yeah. Now it looks like 2022 is going to be better. I mean, I can't tell the future. I'm not, you know, I don't have a crystal ball in front of me, but it's looking like it's going to be a lot better. I think there's a good chance for resurgence. And like you said, I think it'll be, you know, besides on, on top of that, you know, obviously being able to reach more people and having a bigger audience, which can get your message out to more people, which I, I think is very important because I think there's very few people who are like you uh, me or a good old gamer who who will actually tell you it's straight like say you say what you will about how the content's presented or what type of videos you make or whatever whether you like it or not the one thing you are going to get from us is i'm not going to we're not going to lie to you we're going to mm -hmm. tell you what we think is really going to happen or what we really think about a product you don't get that on a lot of other yeah. places because people have found that it's technically more monetary like you make more money by essentially lying to people and saying everything is great all mm -hmm. the time mm -hmm. when it's not, you know, I'm not going to recommend you a 30, 90, I'm just not going to, it's no. just not worth the money. Yeah. But on, t on top of that, I think it'd just be a lot more fun to make videos um, when there's not as much negativity uh, just in general. Mm -hmm. Like uh, when, when everyone, you know, when, when you, when you start seeing, like a live stream and video puts out and the entire comment section, which is now I think been disabled is filled with out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Like that's not fun to read. You know, <laughs> like that's, so I think it'll be a lot more fun when we get all, all the regulars back to, um, cause I think that will happen. You start to see people that you remember from, you know, a year ago coming back and all the excitement's back. Cause all of a sudden you can afford to buy something now. Yeah. There's actual products for you. And it like, it doesn't matter how fast graphics cards can get because if they're out of your price range, yeah. it just doesn't matter. So yeah, I think 2022 is going to be a lot more exciting. I think it's going to be more fun to make content again. Um, I, I, it's already been better for me. Mm -hmm. I, I like, like I said, second half of 2021 was really rough. So I'm, I'm already enjoying it more again. Yeah. And I think that goes for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said rip Timmy Joe. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, hold he on. Completely can, can I, um, can I go for a wee man? We'll end it yeah, soon, soon but can can I go? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, if, I was gonna say pretty soon we'll wrap yeah. it up. Can here. you can you just tell them the story of what Timmy? Because people are asking what happened to Timmy Joe. So if you yeah, what happened to Timmy Joe? Hold back um, in a second. I, I don't think I'll give you the whole story. <laughs> I'll leave some stuff out. No, um, just a bit about he's saying he's gonna leave, like he left YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'll I'll leave the uh, stuff that he probably doesn't want people to yeah. talk about out. But um, basically. He got really down on the whole tech industry, like a lot of people did. And so Timmy Joe, like a lot of other uh, content creators out there, uh, started looking at taking a regular job again. And he got a really good offer from someone. And so he went ahead and did that because he stepped away from YouTube for a while. Uh, he just didn't have the energy for it anymore. He just wasn't enthused about it anymore because of how bad the prices were because he did a lot of budget stuff. And so he decided to leave. Um, and frankly... How can you blame him? You know, it, it, 2021 was really bad. It it really was. So, here, yeah, he, Timmy Joe did make good content too. Yeah, he really did. So, hope hopefully, and it's looking like it is. 2022 is going to be a better year, and so we're going to have actual actual products you can buy, which obviously is going to be a lot more exciting. Like it's it's. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. It's really hard for me to like agree to do a review on a product. I've had people 
like ask me to do reviews on products and i'm like dude i'm not reviewing a graphics product right now i'm not doing it because what, what am i gonna say yeah like yeah the the price sucks but i guess you should buy it maybe because mm-hmm. you're gonna flip it on ebay or something like that's not exciting content to make so yeah it, i think that's that's what's gonna cause like that's why it's so important for this stuff to actually be reasonably priced so that people get excited again yeah so Matt was saying, uh, was he a big channel? Must admit, I I'd not heard of him. Pretty he big. was two hundred thousand, was he? Two hundred, yeah. like two or three, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was a he was a really big channel, uh, and then just yeah, he just didn't. He he was like, I do stuff on video cards and stuff. I just can't get them, so I can't do the content on them. So uh, <laughs> how do I keep going as a content creator? And I think it was affecting his mood, right, as well. Like, th- like this yeah. is the thing, right? I, I made a conscious decision. I was like, I don't need the money. Um, you know, I don't have a mortgage. I don't need the money. Uh, I understand times are bad. Um, I'm just going to keep doing it because I love it. And then if it gets better, it gets better. Because I was getting upset. I was getting angry. I was like, shit, this is, this is horrible. Because uh, I was doing 40, 50, 60,000 views. <laughs> On videos, yeah. man, and and then I was doing ten thousand views on a video, and I was going, "That's really good." <laughs> ten thousand views on videos are really good. Um, yeah, yeah, and it was, and I, people were like, "I'm leftovers." No, what I meant by that was like, you guys are the ones who stuck around. You guys are the ones who are hoping like us. The rest of them have just given up. That's it. They've just been like, "Done with this. Can't get a graphics card." Or they've bought a graphics card and just angry and there's no hype. You can't get hyped if you overpaid for something. You still feel kind of down in your gut that I've paid too much. Like, I'm not happy with this purchase, right? Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Intel kind of brought a bit of hype back at all. Um, but then, like, I was like, when is it? When are we going to see this thing? You know, when? And I just don't, I just think it's going to be too late. We're going to be talking about new NVIDIA cards and the end of mining. So it didn't come and I save think, us. I think the Intel launch is going to be really exciting still. I think people are sleeping on it. Because um, they, they, I think they they really are. Um, I, I believe they really will have millions of cards. I mean, obviously not the week it launches. But they're going to have millions of cards that they ship this year. And if you really think about it, I mean, the entry level and mid-range from NVIDIA and AMD has been getting worse for some time. Like, it's been getting bad in terms of the price to performance uplift we've been getting. So we really need this third competitor to step in. I don't even care if Intel never gets the high end. I don't care. We just need somebody doing something about the entry and mid-level because it's gotten bad and it needs to be corrected. And I think they do have the opportunity to actually correct it. If you got three competitors, there's enough in there where there might no longer be a monopoly. (laughs) So Yeah. Samuel Hell said, like, it's pretty apt. Like, it's like, I... I was subbed for a while, uh, unsubbed, and re and then resubbed recently. It's like, yeah, I know there's going to be people who do that because they're like, I'm sick of hearing about this. Don't tell me about it. I'm upset. I'm not. I'm, I'm not taking it personally. It's like I'm sick of hearing about it. I can't buy the thing. I don't care. I don't care how fast the new thing's going to be. I want to know when I can buy the thing. If I can't buy the thing, I don't care. Unsub, and then when we, they can buy the thing, they're going to be like, oh shit! Like there's Paul talking about the. I'm going to get resubbed to him. Like you know what I mean? I I get that. I understand that. Right. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I was just gonna say, I'll tell you this much. Like, man, if if you can survive the this crypto boom on YouTube, I think you'll be on YouTube for a long time because <laughs> this is the worst it has ever, ever been. And I don't, 
I, I'd be shocked if it is even possible to get worse than it did in mm. 2021. Mm. Like that, I think that was like a worst case scenario doomsday situation for tech YouTube. <laughs> so if you survive that, mm. you're probably not going away. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I've no cost to entry, right? I've no employees, yeah. I've no nothing. So it's like, you know, there's other people out there who had employees and stuff who, who like, I feel sorry for those guys, right? Uh, Raymond with a five, Paul, to me, the best thing you said is that Jensen thinks he's, he's <laughs> Tony Stark. I will never unsub for that alone. <laughs> Well, I said a lot of things about Jensen. The the only reason why I'm an AMD fan is because I want to see Jensen put back in his box. I think the single person who did the most damage to PC gaming is Jensen Huang. He's the most damaging human being to PC gaming ever because he's a greedy, manipulative salesman. And all he does is try and drive prices ever higher. And he's trying to squeeze this stone for as much blood as he can. And he will get it at all costs. And I just yeah, he's and, way too and good he, at it. Yeah, and he hates to lose. He fucking hates to lose. That's why I really want to see AMD because I don't think Intel's ready yet. But I really want to see anybody put him back in his box, teach him what it's like to be an underdog for once, and make him have to go and um you know. And I do like like Mike's a GoFlow GlowFlow. Uh, specifically focused on their uniqueness evolving SO process. Yeah, this is the this is a big problem with AMD. Actually, I meant to mention this to you um, earlier on. Was like AMD's whole design and focus for this generation was to have Glowflow as a second source, Global Foundries as a second source. Like they were supposed to be on seven nanometer. They were supposed to either put the CPU or GPU on them and then have seven nanometer for their. They never planned for the amount of. Um, you know, success they were going to have on 7 nanometer. never planned for Glowflow not to be there. So that's another issue for the wave supply problem um, that they have. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty much all I got. We'll wrap it up here. Yeah, we've gone on too long. Uh, thanks, boys. Uh, appreciate everyone. Thank, thank you for all the donations. Um, yeah, thanks. I was just going to say, um, I just, just want to thank everyone who who did stick it through and, yeah. and hit it through 2021 and kept watching uh, Paul and me and good old gamer because, yeah, you're, you guys are the ones who were who able to keep us going mm -hmm. i mean heck i was doing it when it was free in anyway but yeah. you know it, it really helps when you yeah. can pay the bills with yeah, it let you me keep tell the you lights that. on boys you keep the lights on right lets That's... you put out a lot more content so yeah anyway cheers cheers to everyone boys um if you want to if you want to go over to the graphically channels youtube channel subscribe if you're not subscribed already um thanks connor for being on and uh yeah i'll, I'll if you want to do the patreon or paypal or hit to join on my youtube channel you can do that or chris's youtube channel links are in the description below uh, i'm gonna press